0: Miss 5678 dances, 5, dances Report Podcast. Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast. Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast. What up, what up, y'all? This is Miss 5678, and you're tuning in to the Dances Report. And today I got the incredible, the amazing marvelous of the Sauce Kings. Am I correct?
1: Yes, you
0: are. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Yo, so this is a a choreographer and dancer that um, you definitely want to learn from. You definitely need to take his classes uh, when he's in in Atlanta or L.A. or even in New York, for that matter. You definitely need to catch him at some of his shows. Um, He's all all over the place. Um, So before we get started, what I usually do, uh, Marvelous, is I do a daily check-in on your mood, because uh, I find that these days, it, uh, mainly about people's, um, they're, de- they're going through depression, they're going through, men- you know, they're just checking in for their mental health, they're just making sure that they self-check, so I do a daily mood, and I think it's important, you know, we, we oftentimes don't really uh, catch up with each other other than the work, you know? We don't really check see what we're doing. So the mood would be um, one thing that made you happy today, one thing that made you mad sad or b- bothered or indifferent. So I'll kick it off. One thing that made me happy today was that I got to return to my students at Meridian Academy. Shout out to the dancers and the students over there. And I got to work on their, their project that's coming up. And uh, we, got a, we had a productive day. Um, nothing that made me mad, sad, or bothered or indifferent, um, at all. Cause I didn't lead with that today. I led with more joy. So what was one thing that made you happy today? And one thing that made you mad, sad, or bothered?
2: Um, one thing that made me happy today was, well, I had a few things that made me happy today, but uh, one of them was definitely waking up this morning and going to work out.
0: Um,
1: hey.
2: I, I, You know, this is the new year, and, I, you know, I'm one of those people, like, I do like to work out, but I'm, I have so much other things I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, I got to make time, I got to make time. And I actually, this week, have made time uh, to actually work out with some friends at that. Oh. So it was really good to do that. And, um, and, you know, before I started my day, and um, that made me happy and especially, I don't know, I find when I work out I get, I already you know, kind of start the day with great energy
1: mm-hmm. and um, the
2: rest of the day kind of goes that way as well um, one thing that bothered me or made me Nothing made me really angry or mad. I think that one thing that bothered me was I was tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I
2: wanted to
1: take
0: a nap. <laughs> well, you know, listen, when you're a new dad, congratulations on the baby. Um, Thank I mean, you. I, you know, it's it, it's hard to adjust and get that s- sleep pattern and that sleep schedule. Dang. Um And they, you know, your your baby's, she's not even one yet. So, am I correct? No. She's not even one yet. No, yeah, yeah, you're
1: right. Yeah, so. She's so.
0: I don't think you ever met my daughter, huh? She's twelve years old. That's um that's, that's Frenchie's Where? goddaughter. Yep. So, Where? Yeah, so Frenchie's daughters are my godkids, my godbabies, and Amiya's is her goddaughter. I mean that's so we basically oh, wow. Yeah, so shout out to Frenchie, yeah. Well with yeah. for those who don't know, that's how I met this marvelous, marvelous king here. Uh, was through one of my best friends, Frenchie, who is another incredible dancer and choreographer. Um, so, you know, with that being said, so tiredness. Are is there anything particular you're preparing yourself for for 2019 to sort of get your schedule in sync with your with your work schedule?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, I'm working on just being. I'm big on preparation. Yeah, um, absolutely. I don't, I don't necessarily have any projects in the line right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting some meetings and phone calls, but nothing is confirmed yet. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting on, you know, just God to open, show me the right door that's, that's right. opening. But The only way you can really do that is being prepared, right?
0: Well, that's right. You don't get you don't get ready. You already you gotta be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in those quiet times. That's
2: my, that's my that's my that's my main goal right now. This month, um, you know, I, I'm I really am looking forward to teaching more um, around now uh, hey. this, this winter. And I think for me, I, I really want to I want to go ham this time on teaching because I really I feel like it's, this is a time I, within the dancers that I've met and seen on you know in, in the scene on scene right now. I feel like I want to I want to help train some people to become better um better performers better just knowledgeable dancers uh and and future choreographers or whatever like i just think it's time to kind of push the envelope um with the training absolutely Um, not even in the sense of just and and you know in the sense of just really going harder like um when i was working with usher and stuff like always called me the general because i was always like hard on everybody but it wasn't like a you know, uh, I mean, I am I can be like a drill sergeant at sometimes, Listen, but then
1: it's really important really for you to
2: you know learn. Um, I guess it's strength training in my and in, in from from a different aspect, right?
0: Listen, um, we need that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, nah. Because that's what I that's what I had, and that's that's the only reason why I do it is because that's what that's what was them to me from my mentors
1: so mm-hmm.
2: I'm like hey man I, I know this works you know
1: Absolutely. And that's why
2: I'm also you know back in the gym trying to get get back right so I'm like I gotta be ready to push harder yeah. on people so it's like I, and, and I, I'm one of those people that's like okay hey I'm gonna tell you a hundred times do this do this you know step or choreography or whatever but I'm gonna do it with you.
1: That's I'm not right. Tell
2: you what like, oh, you're doing wrong. I'm gonna be right next to you, showing you what you're doing wrong, and doing it as many times as you.
1: That's
2: you know right. what I'm saying? So that if I, that's why I gotta be in the gym. I'm like ah, I gotta keep up.
0: And you, <laughs> and you know what that does on some realness? Because I do that with my anytime I'm working with a, a, a dancer or an artist, and most mm-hmm. of the time just uh, just on the sidebar, I, I'm the artists that come my way are the artists that are still developing. Um. I've only had maybe one artist, well, two artists that were already in the business, but most mm-hmm. of the artists are up and coming or they're, they're still developing to get to that next level. And so I have to be able to build endurance by doing it over that's and good. over with them. So that's like a, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because I have some dancers and some artists that be like, we got to do it again? Absolutely. You oh, know what I, I mean?
1: It. Oh,
2: I get that all the time. Like you did it right. That's right. But in order
0: in order for you to get better, you gotta be able to have endurance. Um so Absolutely. for so for those who are listening and they don't know who Marvelous is, you should, by the way. Um, who are you? So let everybody know who you are. You know what I mean? Um, and this is not in it from coming from a cocky place because I is I am inspired by you. And so, I know there's many other dancers, aspiring, aspiring dancers and artists who adore you and who respect you and who understand who you are. But for those who don't know, let everybody know who you are.
2: Well, um, How did you become I'm gonna
0: marvelous?
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying um, I am a young black man who decided to chase his dream. Amen. Um, and... One of my dreams were was to dance and travel the world doing that. Um, I'm born and raised out of Brooklyn, New York. Um,
0: Brooklyn stand up. East 38th Street. What that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh,
2: basically I started learning how to do choreography when I was 13 years old.
1: Wow.
2: I never. I always loved music. I mean, when I was growing up. I honestly can say BET raising. <laughs> I watched music videos day in and day out. I don't care how many times they came on tape, TV, I would watch it. Hey, did you stop and the tape
0: and rewind it so you could learn each part?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I,
0: was,
2: I was learning everybody's choreography. And then what, you know, like, not knowing, like, I never, the crazy thing about it is, is like, I, you know, I studied and studied and just because I loved it. I never was like, oh I want to be like that one day or I just was like I just love it I just genuinely just loved it I love music videos I love seeing a new world premiere of a music video especially if it was really good if it was whack then I'd be like you know whatever but But um,
0: then you ran ran home to go you ran home to go watch that video because you knew it was going to be dope absolutely and
2: then exactly and then and then don't even get me started on the radio. When I heard the new song, what? it was over. I was taking, I was taking. You know, this is before we had the internet like this. So I was, I was over there taping. Um, you know, the the five o'clock uh, radio. Joint. Yeah,
0: hot ninety. Like, was it ninety seven back then?
1: Yeah, how many
0: Cause Hell yeah. Because <laughs> back then, you remember in well, I don't know, I'm I'm pushing forty one for those who don't know. I hate telling my age, but whatever, man. You are as young good. as you as you feel, man. Because
1: you look, look thirty one. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? Look, I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep it young forever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. But back exactly. in the day when I used to live it well, okay, so we was my dad was in the military and we got stationed we were stationed in England, but we would come back to Brooklyn and the Bronx um, for all the holiday breaks and for the summer. No. So in the eighties, nineteen, I'll say about 1980, 84, 85, eighty four, eighty five, we'd come back and they would. They, I don't remember what radio station it was. I'm trying to. I'm thinking it was ninety eight point seven.
2: Yeah, ninety eight point seven was around for years. Yeah, and then, that, and, and that then was,
0: Hot ninety seven came out years later. No.
2: Yeah, hot ninety, 90 seven came out really in the nineties, but yeah. ninety eight point seven though, yo 98.7 had the R and B. Exactly, was like, for real for real. Like, that was the that was that was low so jams. Mm-hmm. You could play some good low jams,
1: especially
2: at night, Friday night. Ooh, I remember that. Ooh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember
2: that. You right? You so right? I forgot about ninety eight point seven. Damn. And you know they, what bro, I miss?
0: They, I miss them block parties, like the original block party that used to happen in okay. Brooklyn. So,
2: now here's my thing. Is New York the only place that has had block parties? Because I don't think anybody else knows what I'm talking about when I say it, a block party.
0: The only place that I seen them have a block, like a, a, a serious block, and they blacked off everything, blocked it off, and they really had the, the whole setup was in Philly. Mm-hmm. They did. They do sure. this thing called, um, I forgot what it's called, man. Um, they had Asher Roth. This was last summer. Not this past summer, but last summer. The summer before last. So summer 2017. Okay. And okay, they okay. had, I think it was called the All Love um, Block Party. And they had um, Asher Roth there as one of the headliners. And they have Michael Christmas from, from Boston. People don't know that, but he's sure. from Boston. And... Um, and a few other artists, and one of the artists I was working with, her name is Marcella Cruz. Shout out to her whole team. We, The it whole works. HMG team, um, Experience Creative, we all went out there. And it, they literally, no lie, they had the barbecue set up in a couple different locations. They had food yeah. trucks set up, and they had um, like juice bars, you know, ice cream, dessert trucks. do that? I don't know. I, it's like nobody's like everybody's so focused on um their 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 goal or 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 something, and they they forget to have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and live. Yeah. Like people are forgetting that.
1: People get
0: old. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. My kid is like, oh man, my my daughter knows I got so much energy. You kidding me? and I probably will always be like that. But with her, she's like that keeps her, you know, excited about life because if you if you if you drown out and die out too quick, man, you, you ain't never gonna um, you know, see what life's about. But but the block parties in Brooklyn. So so when, when who named you marvelous? Okay, so this is Oh
2: yeah. I totally just got off subject, sorry.
0: No, but that's um, me too, that's how I, <laughs> that's uh, what happens with me all the time. Well, well the
2: way I got the name Marvelous, um, okay, so let's start, let me, let me wheel it back real quick, so yeah, basically I learned choreography when I was 13, when I got, you know, fast forward a little bit, when I got to like, I, got, I graduated high school, um, during my senior year of high school, I kind of was, I used to play football in high school, but then um, my senior year at high school, once the season was over, I started back dancing again. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have this thing in Brooklyn called Fletcher in Brooklyn. Um, that's where, um, a, a good friend of mine, uh, Kareem, um, also known as Ice Cream Maureen, he's the one that started, uh, Battlefest. Oh, wow. Battlefest right now. And, um, yeah, me and him, we're basically... He came, he came around my senior year, um, and my homegirl Deidre, um, who also went to high school with me, um, we all were in a a dance crew together, um, it's so funny, you remember, I don't know if you guys know, uh, well, everybody knows now, Safari, uh, the guy from Loving, Loving Hip Hop,
1: Yep.
2: yeah, well, me, him him as well, we all kind of grew up together and he was also in my dance crew on Flex,
0: oh my Um, god, that's crazy,
2: yeah, so like, um, but long story short, I I never had a actual dance name. I never had like an actual stage name. So um, we were trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I had like a whole bunch of different stupid names. But um, basically um, one of my good friends, uh, Louie, he he knew this other guy who was random as hell. He thought this other guy, his name was Marvin, and he thought he could rap, but he used to call himself uh. Mar- when he said uh, Marvin Marvelous or something, <laughs> I something don't how he used to say it, but it was so dumb, though, because he, he really could not rap, and, um, you know, he, he was just another, he was just a dude around the hood,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and my, my boy Lou was like, nah, man, we're going to call you Marvelous, we're going to call you Marky Marvelous, and I was like, man, whatever, <laughs> and I, I I randomly, first, cause I'm going to be real honest, I'm not like, I'm really not a talking person, I don't like being like, I hate talking about myself sometimes, but I get it because especially nowadays you got to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really was like, I don't want to call myself that. And then one time I had this little random show I had to do uh, for something, something else, and they it was like a like a Nike industrial or something like that. And, mm-hmm. um, they were asking for our stage names, and I was oh,
0: like, Oh no, you yeah. was like, Damn! I, I was like,
2: I ain't really got one. Yeah, I was like, uh, Shoot, shoot, marvelous. I was like, Just say marvelous. <laughs> and then my boy was like. <laughs> All right, yeah. And for the crazy thing, was my, my boy kept telling me, he, my other homeboy, he was like, this guy named Bam, his name was Bam Bam at that. Mm-hmm. He, was
1: like,
2: yo. he was like, yo, everybody's going to call you that, bro. Don't worry about it. I was like, yeah, I can feel weird about it. He's like, no. He's like, as long as you live up to it, people going to call you that. And Hell like,
0: yeah. Right. Hell
2: yeah. I know and, that's right. And I just kept, you know, I I did what I had to do. I battled. I had a, a bunch of battles when I was younger. So people were just like, yeah, that's more that's, that's that's Mark Marvelous, huh? I just put the, I just kept my name above it like Mark Marvelous because yeah. I'm like I don't want to say Mark. There's a bunch of other Marvelous out there, and I don't want to get
0: confused. That's anymore. the reason why I don't use my real name because I used to be trying to. Well, before I was like out here really like dancing and doing stuff like that, I was also singing. So I would be like, dang. What? All right. Well, I can't use Chanel because I, I ain't paying money right. for that. Yeah. Cause my name right. is spelled exactly like the perfume, so I wasn't paying no publishing, no 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 lawyer, no right. none of that stuff, no lawyers to get me to clear my name. Hell no. So I, I I used to be Chanel, A.K.A. Legend, and then it was like, all right, that's cool. But when I started doing more of the dance stuff, dance gigs, and like um, hair shows and all of that, and working with these kids. I would make them start over if they messed up. I don't care if they was two seconds in. If they made a mess and they and they, they wasn't all together, i start over counting. Five, six, seven, eight. So they just started calling me Miss 5678. That's where that name Word. came from. So I can't really say, I can say Chanel aka Miss 5678, but I'm definitely not paying for no Chanel <laughs> because it's too expensive. Or it could be, be
2: 5678 The Legend.
0: Ooh, hey, hey, hey. You heard it here, y'all. He's he's over there renaming me. We we, we, we rebranding stuff. So, right, right. So, so now what I want to know too, because I'm asking everybody, you know, what's your bio, like what's your dance bio, and what's your cultural background? Like what's your background in dance and your bio in that area, and then what's your cultural background? So um, my mother's from the Caribbean, She's from Antigua. My father's Cuban and black, and we solid out here. So, like, what's your what's your cultural background?
1: My
2: cultural background is my family my entire family is from Barbados.
1: Hey. Um, I have
2: no relation to Brianna, <laughs> but my aunt this My aunt does live down the street from her though, randomly. Okay. <laughs> But no, yeah, uh, my entire family's from Barbados. I've been raised off of soap music and Jamaican music because I lived in Brooklyn all my life. Okay. And
0: uh Mind You Funky uh, Business. Mind you funky you know, business. They, hey. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you heard that song? Um, you heard that record?
1: No.
0: Uh, Yo no, it's a new record called Mind You Funky Business. I Meanwhile, well, I'm paying nobody for that song, so don't 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 Yo. quote me on this podcast about the man's song. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, my son, miles,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you. I, yo, the song is dope. I'll, I'll send you the link for it. But it's my mother is from Antigua and she grew up on Calypso. And, and you know, Calypso sort of <laughs> faded out and now Soka's sort of taken over. And mm-hmm. there's a soca artist, I believe he's from Barbados, that is. Um, that's the that's the new um new dub that's out there. Yes, yeah, it's right, called man, Mind I'm a, You Funky Business.
1: I think
0: the name I think the dude's name is Fimba. I'm I'm not sure. I'll send it to you though when we're done, when we wrap okay. up. Um so what's your what's the dance bio? So I know you um, two dance with Usher. I've seen you mm-hmm. on stage on Good Morning America with Neo. Um mm-hmm. How did when did you, was who, your first big artists that you were like, oh my God, I nailed it.
2: Wow. Uh, damn. Um, well, when I first started in the game, I started doing just music videos. Um, I was doing a lot of music videos. My very first music video ever was, uh, my first professional music video was Sean Paul's, uh, Lost in Blue. Hey. I was, I was
1: actually,
2: the way I started, the way I got into the game was through dance hall. Um, because of flexing, the style of flexing is a dance hall style.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you know, it birthed from the Bruck Up, which is another dance hall style. Um, for those of you that, I know a lot of people don't know what the Bruck Up is, um, the Bruck Up was a, basically a, a, like, one of the most aggressive styles from Jamaica dance-wise.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, now, considerably, <laughs> considering the stuff now with the, now with the, with the ladies and stuff, they get real aggressive. Right, right. But it,
0: Jumping it, from table
2: to table. Yeah, it <laughs> was wildest, But nah,
1: this
2: was a dance that, man... I mean, women used to do it, too, though. But mostly, mostly women were were in the circles, you know, hitting the shoulders, you know, going crazy. There was an actual dancer who went by the name of Bruck Up. If you um, guys want to research uh, the Buster Rhymes, Put Your Hands On My Eyes To See video. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He was in that video, and he was the guy at the very end with... um. The neon green pink on his face.
1: Oh yeah!
2: That was that was Bruck up. That was and that was the first time Bruck up was put on TV. Um, of course, Buster, you know he is from Bruck. He's from Church Avenue. And he's
0: so Jamaican, he,
2: why, ain't he? Yep. And that's why he put that man in the video because he was like, "Yo, Bruck up has to come to the video." You know what I'm saying? Like a big, it was a big wave in the '90s doing the Bruck up in parties, man. So, um, uh, but yeah, so. Long story short, I that style is what made me get in the industry because it was it was a different um you know, it's a different style compared to what people were doing. Yeah. You know, all, and ain't nobody hip hop was doing that. But so I was and, and flexing is basically a style that was a fusion between hip hop and dance hall. Yep. And um, uh-huh. I was able to be seen along alongside a lot of other amazing dancers in the light movie. video. Um I met Tanisha Scott, who was his choreographer and
0: I love her she, to death. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, she's such a, a, a sweet person, man. Like, she taught me everything. Like, she taught me everything about the game. She was already, at that time, she was already 10 years in the game, and she was, like, you know, just really breaking out as a friend She was just like, yo, you know, she respected me because I was humble, and I was just, you know, really trying to learn.
0: Yeah. And
2: she was like, I'm going I'm to I'm show you. I'm going to show you what it is, what not, what not to do and what to do. You know
0: what's so crazy? Um, <laughs> Sean Paul used so- to come to Boston And do um, the officers club used to perform there a lot, but this is before he was, you know, this is when he didn't have no dancers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I was like, I don't even think I was 21 yet. And um, this DJ called DJ Flex, the Iceman, he was like the house and, and resident DJ at that club. Um, with um, this other DJ that's now in Atlanta working on Love and Hip Hop with like Benzino and all of that stuff. His name was Brother O, and they used to sneak me in the club to do shows. And back in the day, it used to be Clinton Sparks. A lot of people don't know Clinton Sparks can dance. He can rap. He can b-box. He can pop lock. Tr- Yo, when I tell you he can dance. Yo, he's nasty what? with it. But he probably would never, he would never tell and show any of you artists out here, any of the dance. He would never do it in front of y'all, but he used to do it back in the day. But he was, he was known for like making tapes and, and producing and stuff. And he had like, he used to, I remember they used to have Sean Paul come in and it used to be like me, Clinton Sparks, and his artist, Ayadonna at the time, and this other oh artist God. named Lil Nick. And we used to open up. If we could, if we if they allowed us, we would open up for any act that came through there. And it's so funny because Sean Paul. This is when he. This is way before Belly and all of that stuff. It's like when he was signed to. I don't even know if he was signed to VP Records at that time. I just remember him. He being up here. I don't even. He might have been up here on a visa. It's
1: like like before stage one.
0: Yes, it was like when Tanisha Scott got to him. I think that was probably the, the the. the time that she transitioned him from like, I would say like local to stardom and to mainstream yeah. and yeah, commercial yeah, sure. because she brought out and shout out to her and and any and you and anybody else that got to dance in any dance hall um, at that time because we didn't have anybody representing us on the mainstream. Absolutely. You know, the, Absolutely. Car- the any Caribbean person, it was like, you never heard of the records, you don't know that these right. records exist, and people be looking at you like, what? They only know hip-hop, and then no, they okay. would feature certain reggae artists, and then that was it. You know, you know what I mean?
2: Was time, that, that was a time where, and it's so crazy, because I felt I was talking to me at that moment. Because I, I literally, before I even met them, and before I even did the video, I, I remember, like, he had a couple of videos... Um, before that, we were like, oh snap, it was, it, had, it, it literally changed, because you remember dance hall videos, they look like you're them in the backyard. They like, look like, exactly,
0: they look like, you, exactly. like, you're, you're they like, look like put the, put the camera up, you saw, and we're just going to make a, yeah, make a video was, right there,
2: so. Oh, oh, my God, and I couldn't stand it, because I was like, yo, and I literally was like, what the hell are we going to get video, dance hall videos to look like these hip hop videos? Exactly. Oh, real to do it, and then literally, like, that was 2002, 2003. Yeah, it started like, and I was like, Yo, I, when I saw Sean Paul started getting those kind of videos, I, I, I literally was sitting in rings. I remember my boy Ring, I was sitting at his house, and we were watching the um, uh, uh, what's the just give me the light, uh,
0: video. Yo, yo what? Like, yo, bro, Let me tell you something. Just, I watched bro, that bro. thing over and over and over again.
2: Yo, I, I literally told him, I was like, Yo, bro, the door is just open. I was like, I was like, they just, God just opened the door just now, bro, I feel it. I was like, because now, now that they, now that they had those kind of videos, they needed to up the, they need to up the rate of dancers. Hell dancers yeah. Because hip hop dancers ain't going to cut it for that. Like, you ain't going to find no hip hop dancer that can do dance halls for real, for real. Exactly. I like, got to find <laughs> and, I knew it. I was like, you got to come find this. And lo and behold. He came and shot that, like, new video in Brooklyn at one of the hottest clubs, The Arc. And I was like, my, my, my homegirl, Nicola who was in my group as well, so actually, she's Safari sitting, she hit me up and was like, yo, yo, like, yo come down here, uh, they, uh, they they shooting um uh, Sean Paul's video, and I was like, for real?
0: I know, that's I like, why that's why like classic, yo. You kidding me?
2: I was I was like, why would he be in Brooklyn, though? Like, why? And I, I literally, they was like, yo, literally, come down here, come down here, for real. I'm looking at him, I'm like... All right, so we drove, she drove me down there. We went down there and was like, damn, it's really happening. Okay. And then Tanisha was there. I knew somebody that knew Tanisha because he, he just happened to be on set because he, he was cool with Tanisha. And he was like, yo, you want me to introduce you? And I was like,
0: yeah,
2: hell yeah. Dope. <laughs> I was like, man, you want to be in the video? She introduced me to Benny Boom and then it was just history from there. And I just kept, they kept calling me. It was like, yo, come, come do this, come do this. She was like, you can choreograph? I was like,
0: hell yeah. Yeah. And look, and even if you didn't know, even if you didn't, you find out, you'll figure that shit out real quick.
2: But, but the crazy thing was I, I didn't know what the hell she meant by that. I was like, "Oh, you need to make up a routine." Oh, I got their routines. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, this is what I do all day." And I'm there showing her
1: bad stuff, and she's like,
0: okay, okay, okay. Let's slow this down. But, <laughs> but you I know, know what's so good, people. though? The good thing about that is when two great dancers put their heads together, y'all can create together. Um exactly. at, And I believe it. At that time, I was just having this talk with Jeff Cowens. Do you, do you know him? Jeff Cowens? Jeff Cowens. He's, he works with uh, Crystal Waters, and and um, I, I, I forgot what studios he works out of, but me, I was He's talking. Yeah, you probably know him if you saw him, but um, I was talking to him and a few other different choreographers and dancers about, like, the differences between... You know, Jasenia, uh, right? Yeah. So I had that... Me and her had that talk about when we could not identify a creative director f- from choreographer and show producer and all those things because we didn't have that role. Like, they didn't uh-huh. give us that role as dancers... They just was like just find the dances and and, and hurry up, like you know what I mean. Right, and, that, and now right. you have that distinguishment of you know art direct, you know, artistic director, creative director, choreographer, and those things. Like those are solidified, and I love that because it, it shows that the dance, the dance as a business has evolved. And um, mm-hmm. back then, you see how it was like we yeah, bring them dances down here. Like they was just like whatever with yeah, it.
1: It used to be like that for real, though. Yeah, you're right.
0: And and then and of course you know don't let it be a big production, but we only getting like two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yep. And now yep. it's just changed and shifted to glory. Glory for that because you know, obviously you know we definitely need um, to be looked at as a as a biz, business platform versus it being just like we're the background because we set that Man, tone so for happy. the stage. I'm so happy you
2: brought this up because this is. Exactly where I'm at right now with um with everything. I'm at this point with or even my mentors. Like, you know, I've had talks with my mentors, and my mentors are like, you know, that's, I don't know, you know, choreographers like Akamah Jones and what? Rich and Tom. Let
0: me just tell you yeah. something about AJ. Shout out to yeah. AJ, man. Listen. Yeah, man. He, he worked on Dance Central with us, too, and he made everybody step their game yeah. up. Let me tell you something. I, I used to sit in his his motion capture just so I could learn what? how to fluidly do my choreography and fluidly yeah. hit, hit, hit every piece without feeling like, dang, I gotta reshoot this or let me let me start over. And like he just what? pushed the bar, and and I loved how smooth he is. He's very clean, yeah. very thorough. I've been trying to get him on this podcast. I just hit him up um, like two or three days ago. Like, I need you on this podcast so that... Because my thing about this podcast is that dancers that I see, choreographers that I see, you know, you guys, we are not only just the background. It's more than just dance. People are... We're touching lives. We're setting the tone. Visually, these artists are breaking through in without the connection between the DJ and the dancers and the artists. We're 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 not. I mean, you can be effective, but as one unit, it's it's just something so much more than just a show it's an experience, yeah. it's a memory, yeah. it's inspiring, it's, it's you know, whoever's in that crowd, um, you know, whatever they need to receive from you, you're giving that to them and you never know who's the next this and that. So you're unleashing certain things in them and unlocking certain gifts when, when we are in, you know, in sync on that stage um, with the artists and the DJ. But I, I, I have to pay the dancers and the DJs homage because we set the tone first, we really do.
2: Yo, man, Oh, that's so crazy. I'm, man, I swear, like I be confirming stuff. For me. I literally had the thought today. I was driving and I had this thought today, and I was like, man, DJs and dancers need to do more
1: together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Like, Y'all heard it, right? Y'all heard this, because I be talking about we that.
2: We really do, because we are the promotions for these artists, We, all of us are. And the crazy thing is these record labels, they be coming down on us, with, you know, dancers for putting up these videos and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's free promotion for your dumbasses, but y'all ain't even paying any, any promotion anyway for your artists.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, they had to again. cut that out because they the artists are, are so, They're basically having another breakthrough. That Like the art, the labels, I don't know how they're surviving right now. Literally. I know, they're so obsolete right now. And Yo, because like, people don't, don't need them anymore. Them. I mean that I'm not saying it to be rude or to slight you any label that. but but an artist to be an artist there's so many other avenues on being an artist Absolutely. that 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 uh, being on a label you know what else I think is kind of crazy too is that you literally have to be doing these crazy numbers and 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 sort of ready made and already self made before they develop an artist into longevity yeah.
2: They cut that, to, that whole Master section P, out. Master P, did that. Master P did that to everybody. Master P was like, "Look, if I can still look at my trunk, I don't need y'all." And it <laughs> was like, "Well, I still need you. We, we we would like to still have you. So since you have this following already, we can we can definitely help you and mm-hmm. you know whatever." He was like, "Nope, I'm gonna do my own thing. I got my own label, and now they take any other cats." What it is is like the soldier boys.
0: And That's exactly as like I was that. just about to say. That you, you healed it right on the nail. Soldier boy was yeah, that when, first when person. Out, Look at Cassie, yeah, they,
2: they came and did it wrong, they did it backwards. They was like, Oh, I can, I can get a following. Can you sign me? Yeah, sure, I'll give you an advance. Um, are not realizing that you're already making money off of what you you know what I'm saying, what you've been
1: mm-hmm. put the
2: work in already on, but you want now you got to give them a check. And it's like, Why?
0: Huh.
2: I don't need
1: to give you a check.
0: Well, you know what's so crazy. <laughs> My daughter's 12, right? All the kids that I teach that are just approaching ninth grade and, and down to like the fifth and fourth grade and all of that, fourth and fifth grade, they all, uh, they don't even look at the artists that we look at. They look at their TikTok, which is AKA Musical.ly, those artists on there and all those, those dancers on there, and they look at... YouTube artists, they don't even like focus on the mainstream artists like that unless you like a banger, like somebody who's already wow. been in the game. Like my daughter, I, I don't even, I couldn't tell you half of the artists she listens to. Like I don't, I, 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 I don't
2: have to get into that. I don't even, I didn't even know that.
0: Well, listen, I like some of these artists be like, you know, they they got big off of YouTube. They're like they blew up off what? of YouTube, and
1: and, well, yeah, she, and she's know. tapped
0: into yeah. that. She don't even know she wouldn't even listen to a Jay-Z album. Like
1: that so awesome. and that's
0: crazy to me, right? Like, that I I am like, so yo, awesome. you don't you don't listen to like like what about brandy? Like, you know what I mean? Like
1: no.
0: Nope, they they don't even know, like, I listen, last year I taught at a charter school, sixth, seven, and eighth grade, right? I taught twelve classes a day, Monday through Thursday. <laughs> and none of those kids I could play records none of them i i play you know why and i purposely did this i purposely took a whole 4 months and played nothing but 90s records for them because i just mm. felt like it was necessary and no, absolutely. the common ground between the teaching staff the principal and the and the kids was 90s records literally absolutely. B- basically absolutely. what it was they they were connected to the nostalgia in it so the teaching staff and even the principal he's doing all the old dances with me like and and these kids were like hold up wait a minute you got you got our you got our principal dancing shout out to mr forrest over there at dla because he was dancing with me and they had never had that relationship with him so if it wasn't for a 90s record they would be like, I'm not connected to the teaching staff in that way. Cause they just looked at them as the fun police. You know what I mean? Like, this is my teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even wanna I don't even wanna dance in front of my teacher because she's like SpongeBob SquarePants. But the minute that they saw that their their teachers that grew up on the, in the nineties and all of that were listening, were able to dance, and they're like, Hold up. And then I had a whole um one one exact month where we did two things in my curriculum. Don't steal this either, anybody who's listening, cause y'all like to steal when y'all listen to stuff. <laughs> um, um, I had in my curriculum where I did a whole month of taking each record and taking the samples and comparing the songs so that they can have a relatable moment where they knew, okay, this sample came from this song and this was this artist and this came out in this date, and then this new artist sampled it, and this is how he used it. Then,
2: man, that's that sounds like something
0: I want to take. <laughs> yo, I'm telling just, you, listen, you know what you need stuff. to do? That that's that. What you just said was very important about having the DJs and the dancers come together. And yeah, I, man. If you do something, or if you want to link and do something where mm-hmm. your team of dancers. And we get a team out here, and we met, like get with these DJs, or get the DJs that are willing to do this. It would be so yeah. dope to do um, a, D, a, a DJ and dancer um, event where we connect on how how music is made, like how dances is made, like how, that that <laughs> connection. Let me ask you,
2: and I'm, as you. Sorry, not to cut you off, but as you were talking, I just, just had mm-hmm. this thought. Okay, so I know this is gonna sound. Super old school, but do you feel like this generation right now, if there was to be a DJ, a DJ dance battle?
0: Hell yeah. I mean, I'm already going to tell you yes. I've been thinking about that for the last 10 years. You kidding me? Man. I Listen, think... if the DJs battle... if Okay, first yeah. of all, you got the DJs battling, you got the dancers battling... And you go with each round with the dancer and the the DJ. Right. Round for round, pound for pound. I'm going to call y'all DJs out. What's up, DJ Reg West? What's up, Killer Touch? What's up? (laughs) DJ Il-Nil, Armando. Like, what's up? I know you know some other DJs, uh, Marvelous. I'm just calling out the DJs Uh, I know. You know?
2: Oh, DJ Mars. We got DJ. Man, DJ Era. Like we got beat, nah. I mean, I know cats that will definitely be saucy on the on the on the ones and truth. We I'm need like,
0: that. Listen, I
2: just want to know. I'm like, is that something that's like worth investing in right now? Because I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't know what these kids like. <laughs>
0: like Listen, like, let me tell you like, something. If you did though. something like that, these kids would show up. Best believe. Right. And you could start. You could start it at a studio, because that's where the dancers right. be at. Right. So you could start a night. Where it's just like maybe it could be a youth night. We don't know, right? And you have the you maybe got like three DJs, you know, set up, and then you go eat, I don't know how many dancers because you gotta you gotta do it evenly. I don't know what the logistics would be, but you get the dancers yeah. to, to sign up, do that chart, that battle chart, and they go round for round with each DJ. And we could um oh you know what's so crazy marvelous this is nuts. We did something similar to that um, at this place in, in Boston called, I think it was at, was it at Vine Street? I forgot where we did it, where we had one, I think we had two DJs and we had, but we didn't have any particular dancers. We just had people who wanted to sign up at this community center and they came up, they signed their name up and the DJ, um, the, the, the people in the crowd voted on the DJ. That, that, so, the DJ battled exactly each other, and then the dancers yeah. battled each other.
2: That's dope. That's exactly how it should be. The crowd should choose, like, at the end of the day. I was, I was kind of thinking about, like, judges, but I was like, I kind of feel like nah. the crowd.
0: Yo, because back, in the, day, back in the day, back in the day when, when you, stuff. I don't know about your school, but at my school, back in the day <laughs> in Texas, when we went to school, um, we went to school about 500 students, right? Maybe maybe a little more, but it was about 500 students. It was a big school. And um, mm-hmm. and the school, um, when you auditioned to be on the cheerleading squad, the school voted mm-hmm. for you, the kids. That's fresh.
2: Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was scary. So they, your parents going to tell you what
0: it is. Right. Yeah, but it, it was scary like as I don't know what because they only could pick 10 cheerleaders, and, like, that was a school that me and my sister went to for the first time in, um, you know, when we moved, because we moved from England back to Texas. That was a second base that we were stationed at. And, like, when we got stationed there, we, we that my, my mother and my father enrolled us into that school. And, you know, we wanted to, to do all the sports, cheerleading, track, basketball, all that stuff. But I didn't know that that's their system. Man, listen, when I tell you they was like, you can only have 10 cheerleaders here, they didn't have no black cheerleaders me and my sister I was like the and, and no black people auditioned for to be on its squad either. me and my sister were the first like black students to to audition and um, I think I, I think at that time she, she didn't make it her seventh grade year I made it my sixth grade going into seventh grade so I was like the first black cheerleader at that school and then she made the um, the drill team and the drill team is a lot like what y'all did for Coachella and stuff. Um, when y'all had the marching band yeah. and the majorettes, like they had a drill, a dance drill team that was merged into majorette, and um, they did they, they, they uh-huh. did contemporary, modern, and jazz, and uh, they, hip-hop wasn't even pronounced back then. They didn't really understand what that was. Because, you know, you talking about suburbs, so they didn't really know. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We, they, like, idiot. if you bopped yeah. your head, that's considered hip-hop to them. You know what I mean? But oh. they, they kind of did like... Jazz funk was like as close as you could get to any type of hip hop, right. but um they right, had the right, whole right. setup. I'm talking about makeup, the costumes, the flags, the um the props and all of that at this school. All at this school right. they used to do that. I'm like, damn, they got a lot of money to be doing, cause you go to the schools up here, they ain't got none of that. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't even know what a homecoming yeah. is up here.
2: Right, right.
0: I yeah, think that's, that's so man. crazy.
2: My school didn't have no. I don't know what
0: that is. They were like, what what's a garter? What's a mom? What's a homecoming and queen and king? What's yeah. that? What is that? Right. You
1: know right.
0: what I mean? What but you know, but, but what I what I would say is that, you know, they, it was a lot more built up and they had all those, you know, those elements of of you know that, that idea of that. But I think you should sit on that, on that idea and, and really uh-huh. think about it. Yo, know, I'm in. And I'm in, and I'm in. If you want to facilitate that, I'm definitely in.
2: Yeah, i definitely hit you about it. Because
0: I know yeah, so many bro. people out here that would be like, yes. You know what I mean? Um right, yeah. wh- Who was your biggest influence?
2: Oh, man. um, hmm. My biggest influence on, like, in general, or just, like,
1: in well,
0: I'll, I'll say two. I'll say it in two two parts because for me, what my biggest influence was was cheerleading. That's how I, re- I realized okay, what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I've, I've I saw that my dad was. We were stationed in England, and my mm-hmm. dad took me to my first football game, and I saw the cheerleading squad, and I was like, Daddy, I want to do that. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to do that. And he was like, "What?" I was like, "He was like play football." I said, "No, that those girls. I want to meet those girls." And he brought me over to them. I met them, and I wanted to do I wanted to do everything that they did. And literally, we moved back to the states. That's the first thing he enrolled me in. And then I I just I did cheerleading probably all the way from eighth grade till probably like when I got out of high school. I did it professionally because. That's what I wanted to do. I got my scholarships through that. like, But I didn't follow through with school. I did like NCA, which is now UCA, the Universal Cheerleading Association. I used to be one of the instructors. And you had oh, to be, no. you had to audition to be on. They had to invite you to do it because you had to be so many All-American. You said have to get that award every year from 8th to 12th grade or 9th <laughs> to 12th. No, 9th to 12th grade. You had to to, to have an all American award each year in order for them to if or unless you was like a protege, then they would invite you to audition. They would give you the invitation to audition for NCA. Then you go and audition. You send your tape and you and your audition stuff, and then they decide whether they're gonna um hire you on the staff. And then you go you can go from state to state or you can go or you can go nationwide um or international teaching cheerleading all over the world that's crazy. it's crazy right and I, at that time I didn't have no kids so I used to be like alright I'm packing my bags I'm out <laughs> I'd be gone my mother's like where you going I'm like I gotta go to Penn State for what I gotta right. do NCA I, I gotta teach the, and what they do is every cheerleading um, like that's a big world yo that's another place where the money is at people don't know um, cheerleading right. is a whole nother, like, entity. Um,
1: yeah, you, it is. Cheerleading is, like, amazing. Like,
2: man. Have you had to work yeah, with I, any cheerleaders? I
0: watched
2: a few games just to study. Because on certain jobs, I had to, like, study, like, some of their cheerleading. So it's freaking amazing, you Like, that's not a game. You no,
0: really gotta
2: train for that.
0: It's yeah. a sport. <laughs>
2: it's a sport, for real, yeah. It really is its own sport. Like, I'm like, this, matter of fact, my, um, one of my baby cousins, she's actually, she's like, she's in high school. She's like seventeen right now. I think she's seventeen. She's like super nice with the children. She, like her, her team, uh, I forgot what the name of her school is. Um, she's out in Long Island, but her oh, yeah. is like one they don't play one. no games
0: like, in Long Island, Tuh.
2: Yeah, she's dope. Like she's really. I was like, wow, I didn't know she was that good. Like she's amazing. And
1: that, like and Whoa, a, okay. it, it,
0: and back then we didn't have a lot of cheerleaders who looked like me and you. You know what I mean? Right. So I right. We, I would get in some of these spots, and they would be like, "What's this black girl gonna do?" You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Especially up here, they were like just shocked to see, um, you know, that I was like uh, on the, on the. Oh, I was the only black cheerleader on my team, and like uh-huh. they never they didn't know what I could you know what I was about until it was time for that mat time. Shout out to Cheryl Pasanato and Lisa Evangelista because. If it wasn't for them, I would not know how to to um to coach people, develop people. I would not I wouldn't know how to be on the stage at all. And and she used to be like, my coach used to be like Chanel, when it's time for you to practice, practice. I don't want you to throw no stunts, I don't want you to throw no 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 um no flips, none of it. Mark everything. And I said, okay. And then as soon as it was like like 20 seconds before it was time to compete, she'd be like, tear that mat up. And I would go out there. And when I tell you I would kill that mat, what? Because I would just that? put all that aggression of like, you know, all the little smart remarks or whatever. I'd be like, all right, I'm about to show off. But long story short, cheerleading was the reason why I wanted to get into any um, platform of the business of dance or singing or any of those things. It was just something I saw about it. And to this day, when we talk about developing young dancers or young artists or any of those things, that's what a cheerleader is. You, yeah. you, It's a. Yeah. I'm a cheerleader yeah. in real life, encourager, an inspirer, a motivator, um, and all those what? things. So, and I when I say when say this, and I know I my my mouth be getting a little crazy, but God is working on me, you know. But when when God shows you, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> I'm trying to work on it, you know. My mouth is a little crazy with sometimes, you know. But when God shows you your gift, God will show. You, he'll show you a gift. He'll show you right away. He'll show you exactly what your purpose is. And sometimes we take it or sometimes we don't. You know what I mean? So, in that respect, like, I really want to know, like, what was, you know, the biggest influence? Like, what made you want to do it? And then the other thing is, like, an artist. Like, of course, I watched Janet. I watched Madonna. I watched, you know, Michael Jackson. I, I was inspired by those artists and more. You know what I mean? And Mary J. Blige, which is. You know, later on in life, is singing and stuff, and and are you know are basically being able to portray how you feel on the record and all those but, things. But, but who, what was that thing that influenced you, and who was that that influenced you?
2: Um, for me, my I guess in the aspect of just my biggest influence for me to. Want to even be in the industry and travel and well, first of all, to even decide to put a nine to five and just do this as my career only, mm-hmm. I would I would honestly have to say Tanisha Scott. Hey. Um, never I honestly never knew that dancers got paid. I didn't never I never thought about it. I never thought about just living like you live off of dance, like mm-hmm. you, you made a career And when I met her that night, when we did like blue, um, you know, we had, a, we had a good little talk, and she, you know, I asked her like, you know, she seemed really cool, and I was like, yo, like, so what do you do? Like, what's your, what's your job? And she was like, this. I was like <laughs> I
0: knew he was like,
2: what? I, yeah, I was like, besides like choreographing, like, I get it. Like, but what's your, like your day job? she's like no this is all i do. I know like, that's
0: I right huh
1: go ahead
2: yeah. I, uh, I not she, told, she was telling me like the people she worked with and now she's choreographing for for sean paul like, at that time I was like damn <laughs> he was, um, was, like, like, was, like, um, was like I think I was like I was like I was
0: like 20 were you working was, a regular like, job
2: yeah I was um I was actually I was actually at a security guard at this um this female um woman store. It's called what was it called? It's a clothing store, a female clothing store called the Warehouse. A random little store that was in Brooklyn. I know you was like, I, I quit.
0: quit. <laughs> but, man,
2: let me tell you. So
0: let me tell you how
2: it went down, though. So basically, <laughs> I, I when she told me that, I was like, I gotta figure something out. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I can't believe this, and then she, Tanisha hit me up, like, the next, like, two weeks or three weeks later, after, the, like, after the Sean Paul video, and she was like, yo, I got this, um, this Elephant Man video, this one, Elephant Man, came out with Ponder Oh, yes. She, I need, I need, um, some help, I need, because, uh, um, uh, this dancer, uh, this Jamaican dancer, Bobo was supposed to come through. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. But, um, she was supposed to come to help her with the routine, and he missed his flight. So she had hit me up and was like, I really want you to be in this video, but I also need some help. I was like, Would you mind coming in and assisting me on this video? And I was like, No. So much, this video, this this particular situation was so, this was so funny to me because I was like, How God was working. Because at this time, Flex in Brooklyn was now like becoming more known yep. to the industry. Mm-hmm. Well, the industry was kind of hit to these dancers out in Brooklyn. You know, they was like, they always just called us these dance hall dancers in Brooklyn. They were like, yo, they're sick. They do a whole bunch of crazy stuff with their bodies. And <laughs> so they they, they, they,
0: got they don't kid. got no bones.
2: Right. <laughs> so, this, somebody found a hold of the person who runs like this guy named Rocky. Um he asked Rocky to take some of the best dancers to come and be in this Elephant video. So he was like, all right, cool. At that time, that was probably the peak of my career as a flex dancer because my crew, we had just won the last showcase unexpected. And, um, but I was, uh, my career was unexpected and we, we won the battle, you know, whatever. And, um, we, we were we were we were the the town of, of Brooklyn for a, for that moment, and it was just kind of crazy to me that he he did not call me. He called everybody else, like not just everybody in my crew, but like he called a couple people out of my crew and a couple out of and a few people out of uh, other crews. But wow. I wasn't one of the people out of my crew that he called, which I thought was very funny, and I was like, "All right," but I, I wasn't tripping on it because at the same time Tanisha was already on the phone with me.
0: Mm. I
1: was like.
2: God, but you see line. how
0: God, um, you see how God works. Yeah, and not only did not only did He
2: bring me in as a a, 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 a principal dancer, I was also assistant choreographer.
1: That's
2: dope. So I was just like, wow, that's really crazy. But you know, anyways, long story short, um, that job, she she was like, yeah, you know, she showed me what it was. That was the first time I ever knew about eight hour rehearsals and. <laughs>
0: You so were like I'm dang. I like,
2: what?
0: That's Wait, blood, you sweat, sweat and tears. Gonna... Yeah, I was
2: like, nigga, I going to make it to the living room and we can just do it. But it was I started understanding like, no, you just practice. You have to practice. And it's it's different. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. When you're at home and you making a routine for school functions or, or whatever little shows with your friends, mm-hmm. that's practice. Yep. When you on a job, that's a rehearsal.
0: Okay. Say it. Say it and again for the it, those in the back.
2: The, the, real, the real thing is, when you're at home making these little routines up with your friends, that is practice. Yeah. you can practice with your friends. And, you know, we practice for about like an hour, maybe maybe two hours. But when you're in a rehearsal on a job, yep. that's an eight-hour rehearsal. Okay. You're expected to be there on time yep. and professional.
1: Okay.
2: You'll get your lunch with it. When it's time. when it's, And when you get on that lunch break, that's when you use your phone. You don't get on your phone when you're during during work hours. No.
0: Right? It's, just, it's a regular and business. I'm, it's a regular job. It's a
2: regular business. Yeah. And I, I didn't understand that at first. You know, I, I'm grateful that I that God put me in this circumstance with Tanisha, who's a really sweet person. Because she could have been the illest bitch and just cussed my ass out and fired my ass. You <laughs> she, She's understanding. To a brother who was new to the game, all super green and excited, and just you know, um, but she definitely taught me that yo, you can make a living off of this. You can travel the world mm-hmm. and make a living off of this. Not and, and um, you know, another another person that also showed me something was um, my first time I went to LA. Uh, this car for Showtime. He, I remember he pulled up on me once, and I. And I knew Showtime from New York, but I never, we never really talked. And the first time we ever talked was when I went to L.A. Because he was like, I don't know, for some reason he felt like he needed to come say hi to talk to me. Because he knew I, he knew that I was one of the best dancers out of New York coming. And I was trying to make my way to L.A. I didn't know nobody out there. And he just came and talked to me. He pulled up on me in a, in a, in a Durango. I never, this. he pulled up in a, in a, I think it was a, it was either a dark blue or black Durango. And I
0: was
2: like, <laughs> I know you were like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you pushing this? And he was like, yeah. I was like, damn. That another thing in my head was like, damn. Cat
1: that got cat is buying cars. They got their own place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that is really
2: living off of dance. And I was like, I want to do that. I don't want to have to work this nine to five. I don't want to have to worry about you know I me. Mean, what I don't wanna, I don't want a boss. Right. Oh, I
0: boss. hear that. I hear that. <laughs>
2: So I was like, hey, check this out. Uh, bringing it back to the the minute video, Tanisha was like, I need you to come to this um, this casting call. Um, she's like, trust me, you're already booked, but the director just needs to come see your face in person. And I was like, all right, cool. So I asked my boss at the job that I was at, um, the, the store. I asked if I could have the day off tomorrow, the next day, mm-hmm. so I can go to the casting call. And... I was, like, I was like, I'm already going to be booked. The, the lady told me I'm going to be booked. I just need to be there so the director can see me. And my manager was like, no. She was like, no, they don't need to see you. She was like, like you know, it's a, it's, it's a long shot Auditions, you know. Oh, never, no.
0: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's a dream it. killer. That's a dream killer. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. She literally was like, You're, you you might not get it. Don't. I don't think you should stress about it. Just, just be here at work. I need you here at work.
1: And
0: oh, I was no. like, absolutely not. Mm-mm.
2: I was like, literally having an argument with her. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. And I just walked out.
0: I, I know that's it. right. And that decision changed your out. life. I bet you that's that's the one decision that changed your life.
2: It, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. I, I was a little nervous, but I was like, but I knew what, I, what, what Tanisha told me on the phone. I was like, she said I'm booked. So I was like, hey, see, I just quit my job. I, I'm here. She's like, don't worry about it. you good. You're booked. I you got, got you. So I showed up to the casting call. Everybody was at... It's funny. I watched all my friends from Flex be on that line and I walked dead past everybody and was like, hey, y'all, oh what's up? Oh, my God.
0: In. You walked past the whole crew? <laughs> I
2: everybody and it was just like, hey, you know, how you doing? Met the director it was like, cool. Um, I think it was Gil Green. Gil Green was the director in that one. Oh, wow. Um, And it was just super cool and it was... Everything went down smooth.
1: like, you know, just,
2: the the shoot was great. Oh, cool. <laughs> Everybody it was just like, "Hey, you know, how you doing?" Met the director. And it was like, "Cool." Um, I think it was Gil Green. Gil Green was the director that was. Oh wow. Um, and it was just super cool. And it was, everything went down smooth. like, you know, just the the shoot was great. And you know, the funny thing was, I I think I saw, I went back into um, I went back into the store like. Couple months or a month later, um, like after the music videos was out, because like cause at this time, like blue was still playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Punisher was, was out, and was already out and was playing. So she was like, "I see you doing videos." And she she was super cool. She was like, I, I, she was super cool because she couldn't, you know, there was nothing really to say. Like I was like, "Hey, I had to go do my dream. Like I'm not, I'm not here for you. Like I don't care about this security job." Right? But
1: there
2: was no law, she
1: She was really nice
2: about it, so I was like, you know, I I acted the same way too. I like I don't have any attitude or animosity towards her. I was like, I understand in her position what she had to do because she, as a boss, she needed a security guard there.
0: But I bet you one thing: how much you want to bet? She saw you as a person who followed your dream. I wonder where where she's if she if she thought about that later on. When she was, at, you know, throughout life, like, dang, I need to chase my dream. I need to chase purpose. Up, Not no corporate up. job, yo. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. For real, man. What's
1: your specialty? Huh?
0: What's your specialty in dance? My, my
1: specialty
0: yeah. in
2: dance?
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I asked I, that I, to a few dancers, like, because I, cause I would say this. I was used to doing, like, Sort of everything, right? I wouldn't say ballet. I wouldn't say contemporary. I wouldn't say modern, but just like a street jazz, jazzy type of, and like a little hip hop here and there. But, uh, and, but when I would do something, whenever I would have pieces that had to do with dance hall or like soca, and I would say yeah. primarily dance hall, it just, it looked different on me. So yeah. I would have people say, yo, you need to, you know, you need to focus on that. Like, you should do that a lot, because you really, you that comes out on you." And I'm like, really? like And I would never really think that until I would, when it was time to actually perform that piece. Right. And then I would be like, finding my tongue out and, you know what I mean, just go on it, hand right. on it. Whereas if I was doing like a hip hop piece or something else piece, I would just sort of be focused. I still give it and, and give facials and all that, but I would be like effortless with that. You know what I mean? And I don't even know all the newer, newest stuff that's going on right that's, now.
2: That's that's what I was gonna say. Like I would normally back in the day, I would dance hall.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: the thing is, dance hall is different now. Yeah, it's but changed I, big time. You know, I. It's, but at the same time, like I know a lot of the new the new cats now that's like on that's killing the dance hall scene.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: when I when I dance with them, like when I dance with Neo, we have a, a lot of uh, you know shout out to Flip. And and Nick and um um Wendell like these cats are you know dancer crew is super super dope and um they you know working with them I was like they 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 were a little like shocked that I could catch on to the movement so easy and I was like yo I was like dance hall my first my first love like that's right. what I've been raised on like I'm I'm not I don't I didn't really lose it I just don't really do it as much I but mean I, what, you you, you do moment,
0: it when you, you when know, it's moment, called for. Thing,
2: yeah, I do the old school way, the, the old school way of stuff, which which they love and respect, though. But so when I when they show me the new stuff, I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta find it, but I got it, you know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I get it, I, I, but is it so? I don't know. I mean, my specialty, honestly, right now, I would say just hip hop because um I've learned so much working with, like, Rich and Tone in, in, in and to Akaman and Jamaica craft, like, I've learned so, so much um, from these people and, and other choreographers that I've worked with. Um, I feel like I've, I've learned the, I guess, the different levels of yeah. hip-hop, of how to, of,
1: you know, choreograph, rather.
0: And you know and, what else I think, too? I think, you know, dance is sort of I would say that it's evolved, but this, the culture and the style um, between, because I had this talk with another choreographer and another dancer about commercialism and the culture, how they're two separate things. And these newer dancers, like my daughter and all of them coming up, they don't know, they know, but they don't understand um, to identify when it's happening, when commercialism is happening with... And, and and the culture's being, you know, the fine line is being touched, and I don't think they understand it, you know, unless they go to, like, you know, um, jams and, 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 and be around pioneers and stuff, that they really understand when that is sort of crossing, you know what I mean? Because right now, it used to be you took class and you trained, and um, now it's take class and video it, you know what I mean? And... It, and, then, and, and I get, I get it. I mean, every, I mean, I, you, it's also marketable too. It's also people, you know, before we would never market ourselves, like for example, anytime I ask on the podcast, um, I noticed every choreographer and dancer that I've asked who they are because they're so humble and they're, you know, they're kind of, they, sh- they don't shut down, but they kind of like, it's a hard question for them to answer. You know what I mean? Mm. Because
1: mm. they
0: it's not that we don't see ourselves as, as the artist. Um, it's hard to right. talk about ourselves. You know what I mean? In that it way. Is, it like is. it's crazy. We're not, like we're not used to that. No, exactly. We're not
1: used to it.
2: We're and that's not why, we're why used to I want to
0: celebrate it more, man.
1: Yeah,
2: and I, I agree with no, but you're right. Like it is I mean I I, I definitely um I definitely am grateful for for the things I've done in my life but I guess the way I was raised I never thought that um who I was was what I've done.
0: Yeah. 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 You know? Say that one more time who who I was was what, what I've never, done. Wow.
2: Yeah, I I never thought that it would have to come to that. I never, you know, it was always oh what's some of the people you've worked with or what's your resume
1: mm-hmm. you know like
2: that's different from asking me who I am like mm-hmm. who I am is I'm Mark Marvel is like hey I'm a, I'm a young nigga from Brooklyn <laughs> just like, <you> know, <laughs> that's just who I am that's who I always was with.
1: I'm wow.
2: not you know I'm a god man mm-hmm. I mean at the same time saying all that I've also changed I'm yeah. a married man. I'm a, I'm a father now. Yeah. So, in a sense of I'm in the sense of saying all that, I'm kind of finding myself again. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know who the hell I am right now.
0: Well, I, I'm like, let I, me I, tell, I'm tell you something. And I'm gonna tell you what I see and and about you and your wife um, mm-hmm. that is so powerful, and it's so powerful for your daughter to see, and for my daughter <clears> to see, for me to see other dancers to see. Shout out to Mike Ali because you will dance and train with Mark Marvelous if it, if I got to get you on a plane, train, or get y'all in the same room because this is someone I want, I want him to meet you because I think it's going to change his life. He's an incredible dancer. He's an incredible actor. And I just know that once he meets you, it's going to click. And um, I say all that to say... There's people that need to that are in this industry or trying to break into this industry to see that solid foundation between you and your wife to know that it's that this is that's possible to be able to operate in your purpose and craft and meet your mate and wait till you meet the person that God has designed for you because you are so much more powerful together. And, that, and I've been meaning to tell you that because, you know, it is, it is. Every time that I see y'all two working, I'm like, this is possible. Anybody who's breaking into the, to this industry does not have to settle at all. This is possible. And it could be as simple as, you know... Um, you know, you being, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, he's a dancer, she's a dancer. It's just that the fact that you two are passionate about your, your dream and your purpose and you understand it and it's crucial. You know what I mean? So when your daughter grows up, man, she's, in, she's set already off the, off the rip. She's set because of that foundation alone. Like when you tell this story about I followed my dream, she's gonna be like, you know, like start our eyes lit up. You know what I mean? And I love that. Same goes for like. I mean, I will say this: most of the dancers that I see that's dancing with Beyonce. Um, shout out to Mandy and, and you know what I'm saying because I, I knew I knew her like you know, f- dancing you know, with other friends of mine and then I got a chance to work with her and I just she's amazing as a dancer. But I see I see other dancers who are are, are paired up with like-minded. And it's and I used to think this was a hard you know job to be in. And as a dancer, because I would be like, dang, there there ain't no guy that can handle this situation. You know what I mean? Because we're around artists, we're around you know, main, you know, the, the 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 life, and and it's hard for you know someone who's on the outside to understand what that life is like. You know, so I I just I think it's it's very important, um, and and very dope. That, that that I see that in you. And I, I have, I've obviously seen, and I don't know you as well as, you know, like Frenchie, Melissa, all of them know you, like, but I know enough to know that you, I can see growth, period. <laughs> you know, just deep off of what I see from online, period, I, I can say, wow, that's, that's changed and that's amazing. You know what I mean? And it's inspiring. That's the one thing that I will say, that is very important. That it's inspiring to see, you know. Um, I, so I think when you say that question, when I when I ask you that question, who are you? Um, it's more as like from a gratitude sp- um, for me is like I know who you are and I appreciate who you are and who your wife is, you know, and you as a union because. I can relate as a dancer. Like this is a hard business to break into and to continue to reinvent yourself and rebrand yourself. And you know, it's not, it's not easy. Like artists could either be an artist or give up. Right. And and then they could find, you know, okay, well then I'll manage somebody or I'll do this. But as a dancer, it's like, okay, I got this amount of time to do this dance and then I got to figure out the next part of my career. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so it's exactly. tough. It's not an easy ride. And people think that it's It's easy and they treat it like a hobby versus a business. Or even a, a, yeah. a purpose or, or, or a dream or whatever. Um, so, but sorry for that rant. But I mean, I, no, I had to no, tell no, you no. that because I've mean, been meaning to tell you like I'm extremely, extremely proud and inspired to see that.
1: Yeah, you Thank you. Keep doing
0: it, keep going. Um, but I will say, you know, in terms of specialty, I see you do it like I won't say contemporary, modern, or any of that, but from a hip hop standpoint, incredible, incredible dancer, <laughs> incredible. Um, what what's your favorite part of the business? You know, I want to know that. I'm asking everybody, what's their favorite part of the business? Is it tour? Is it rehearsals? Is it teaching? Is it Um, you know, is it the auditions, um, the creative part of, you know, what is it?
2: I would have to say my favorite parts. um, As I've grown, it's changed. Um, at first it was touring Mm
1: -hmm. because
2: I always wanted to travel the world. Um, and there's still a few places I have not been. So I, I still want to travel the world. I think I feel like that's never gonna ever <laughs> go away. No, no. But, traveling um, is
0: the best, man.
2: Traveling is the best for sure. Um I think right now my favorite part because I'm I'm so more I'm more into the television and film um mm. industry. I think my favorite part about it is um just that filming and working with different directors right now. That's
1: I'm,
2: I've been um, um, I, um, you know, I got the chance to, you know, working with Step Up, I wanted, I've been blessed to learn and watch, um, multiple directors, um, on each episode. Watch how they execute and how they plan to mm-hmm. shoot an episode. Um, I got to work with Debbie Allen last, so uh, Oh, my
0: God, I would have lost before,
2: it. Actually. Um... <laughs>
0: How did you act around there? Yeah. <laughs> Were you well, like
2: the funny, uh, the funny thing is? Okay, so this is the funny. This is how God is so funny. I actually met her years ago. I'm really cool with um her son uh, Thump
1: mm-hmm. and
2: um, and her daughter um, Vic. and because I, I have a, we all have a mutual friend, my boy Dion. Uh, Dion, shout out to Dion Watson um, out in L. A. But um. Yeah, like, I used to, like, I've been to her house, like, a few times, like, it was crazy, so she didn't even recognize me, though, when she came to step up, because she, you know, is, like, romping in Atlanta, and she's not thinking she's going to see it, so when I I was talking to her, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, um, actually, I've been at your house a couple times, I was like, you know, Dion, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was there for a wedding, I was like, I was actually, at funny enough, boom, Obama, when Obama was, um, he was elected as president
1: uh-huh.
2: she had a, um, a, a a watch party for the election wow. I was over at the wow. house <coughs> watching the election and when he won we were all partying and joking and drinking and stuff and all that stuff and I was like come back to now I'm you know to this day where I'm working on Step up as a choreographer now she finally gets to see me, because I was supposed to work with her for so many other times, and I never got to.
0: But you know, but that's time
2: to and me, placement. And talk to me, and you know what I'm saying? It was just like, hey, man. So now, now, the actual process of working with her, if I can't sit there, it was not one day that I had a conversation with her or I listened to her talk and not think in my head, this is how a different world started. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is
0: where fame <laughs> you know started. Man. This is where she we got in, exposed to dance on television. What?
2: Man. She comes in and she tells you oh I mean, she just makes she makes sense out of everything. Mm. Like, like she finds the loopholes and all the stupidness and you're like, Well, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And, yeah, this person should be doing this and why doesn't they why don't why don't they have a car? Why don't they have like give these people light? You know what I'm mm. saying? She understands, man. And I it's like yeah, that's why you over at Grave Anatomy. I think
0: so. Yo, can I tell you? Yep. I just said that. People don't realize that she's producing some of the most incredible shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, she's, she's a like, beast. She's
2: doing everything, yo. And then, and then she goes ahead. She goes ahead. Oh, my God. She goes ahead, and she's like, yo, we need a master teacher to this school. She's like, well, let's call my friend Otis Salid. Like, that's who? Are you serious? Of course you know him. Of course, that's your friend. Why not? Mm-hmm. Like this man is another freaking legend, and I get to work with these two and talk to them. And man, they—I just want to honestly say thank you to them if they ever get to hear this. And I hope I see them. I again. hope so because
0: I—I like, I
2: hope I, I'm, I'm like. They have gave. They gave. They gave me some of the most profound and just great greatest advice um work on this television show like because you know when I worked with them it was our first season
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and it just made and I was overworking myself I was doing so much and it was just like hey try this and I was like oh that makes perfect sense because I'm over here coming from tours and coming from working with artists so I'm just like you know I'm used to choreographing full songs and they're like no 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 it's a tv show oh yeah going to see the whole
1: song. <laughs> you know, don't, Wait, don't that work. makes your work a
0: little <laughs> easier.
1: Yeah, I was like, doesn't make any sense. I was like, why am I doing that? Boom. So it just made,
2: I was able, this whole second season, I was able to, be, me and Kiki in, in Jamaica, we were able to, you know, knock this out in a different way. And it was just like,
1: yeah,
2: it just made so much more sense.
0: She and said, I'm going to teach you how to work smarter, son. Yeah,
1: absolutely,
2: <laughs> she did it. Absolutely. So, that, um, that's so, mother. So, I'm, I'm so that lady, man. She's freaking amazing. I pray that I get to work with her again. Um, Just so I can talk to her again. Because
0: there's so much stuff I want to talk to her about. Yeah. You know, that's it. Yo, let me yeah. tell you. That's like, um, I, I don't know. I don't even know how you survived without it being like, because I would just stare at her and be like, in awe. Like, that's the just, one lady that I'd be starstruck her. over.
1: Okay, let let me break this down for you now. I was
2: the most nerve-wracking thing ever because that episode, her particular episode, happened to have a contemporary moment. And who doesn't do contemporary? Me.
1: I'm not, I'm not into
2: that at all. But I know great stuff though because I, I've worked with I've worked with me and Michaels, I've worked with I've worked on things where I've met some amazing dancers in the contemporary world and it's opened my mind. Um, but I, so I had to kind of tap back into that. Yeah. And find the right person for the job and which God I, I prayed and gave us the right person and we did an incredible thing, um for that episode and I'll just I was thinking, guys, I was like, this is the worst thing you could ever I was like, oh, she's about to chew me out. She about to chew me all the way
0: out. <laughs> I would what be like, a... no, wait, let me fix it. Hold up. I got this.
2: And what she me, what I was doing, and she, she, she was like, no, this is great. Jesus, I can shoot this. This is going to be awesome.
0: Wow. Like, oh, I love Jesus. her. I love her. Great. Which, by the yeah, way, I, can... I meant to tell you this. Do you know that Harmonix rented out a whole theater just to go see Step Up? Cause you were in it. Words. Nah, no, for real. Yeah, I don't know if it was. It. I think because they wanted to see the movie, period. Cause it was a dance movie, right. and homeboy that was in the movie, um, I think his wife or I forgot. They were like, you know, they loved the video game. So, and then we, and then Frenchy told him, like, my friends in that movie, marvelous. And so Naoko and all of them like we're gonna we're gonna buy we're gonna rent out the theater and we only we it's only gonna be us to go to the movie like what Oh, that's
1: perfect.
0: and we did that and that's I I meant to tell you that I don't know I thought Frenchie told you we did that uh, yeah when we were because we were doing fair. something with the video game I don't know how we were connected to Homeboy in it but some mm-hmm. the main character um was connected to Dance right. Central the the oh is it,
2: was it Ryan Gosling.
0: No, nah, what, what's the what's the he he just divorced his wife, and he's in a lot of movies. Oh, Channing um, What's his name? You
2: talking about Shannon
0: Yes, he oh, had a he, he had Danny. a real uh, like he had some sort of attachment with Dan Central. Him and his wife. Oh, and, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I guess whatever whatever they were doing in terms of the PR side, um, right. they would come and um you know play the game whenever we did like um demos or something it's like that
1: hard,
2: man.
0: yeah so we
2: that's he, a part though. cuz he he's they still attached to Steph Hotel, but they they are um, executive producers of um High Water as well
0: wow and that's the one that we actually went to go see with the one that you were there's how many of them were you in the movie cuz i know you were in the movie
1: just the, just the last two um
2: revolution and um all in
0: yeah because we went, and yeah. I remember seeing you in it and, and Frenchie, I I believe Frenchie was there. I think I even brought my daughter to that. I was like, Mia gotta come. Because, you know, I, when you're working with harmonics or like dance and stuff, you can bring your kids with you unless, you know, you gotta move, you know, on a show or whatever. But I bring my daughter everywhere I go. And I, she went to go see that movie too. She was little. She's probably like, I think she was like six Five or six. Oh wow. Mhm. I was like, you, "Girl, don't make no moves up in here, quiet." Um, but I know I asked you what your favorite part of the business is, but what's your favorite place to be? Um, stage, rehearsal, teaching, tour, auditions. Which? What's your favorite place to be? Like, if you had to, I gotta
1: say, um, I actually gotta say
2: rehearsal. I like creating, man. Like, especially right now. Mm. I'm really in. I just want to create. Yeah. I want time to create. I want to just create. I want to not have to worry about, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, shit, shit, really, with this TV show, I'm so used to it now, actually. I, would say <laughs> I, I, I was about to say I just want to have, like, a room, a, a big rehearsal studio, and not have to worry about, I got to be out of here by this certain time. Yeah. But, I'm so used to it now, where it's like, hey, you need to get this done. We shoot this tomorrow, and we got to go. I'm just so used to moving so hard and fast <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. It's like, get it done. plan it fast and get it done. Teach the dancers, rehearse them, and we shoot it
1: tomorrow. <laughs> like, but you know what's so good
0: with that, though? It makes you appreciate the time that you do have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, God absolutely. is very strategic. Yeah. You know, if you never yeah. value something... He'll slow you down so you can value it. You know.
2: Man, ooh, yes, he will. Sit your behind down.
0: No,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. seriously. God, I, you,
2: for real. But, uh, I, I do think rehearsal is my favorite place to be, though. I love, especially when I got great people around me. Oh yeah. Um, like great talent around me, like it's like, it's nothing like having great dancers around you, man. I swear. I think I just want to say thank you to every dancer that I've worked with. That you know, any anyone that I've been hard on or anyone that I've just been in a room with I'm so grateful for the things that we created because I I genuinely it's hard sometimes when you can't find you know, if you have a room full of dancers that can't really do what you do
1: mm-hmm. it's like
2: that's the hardest thing ever, man. And I was having this talk with Jamaica the other day. I was like, yo, like one thing like, you know, I need to work harder. it. She was like she was like you are she's like you're fine like just remember try to try to remember who's in the room when you're choreographing and I was like, yeah. Cause there's times where I like I have a you know, I might have a song where it's like, Dan, it's on the jamming. I wanna get off. I wanna do I wanna do this, 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 but you don't have the talent in the room to do that.
1: Wow. You gotta
2: you know, you gotta figure it out that mm-hmm. this the talent in the room can do what they can do mm-hmm. and get that across. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's not about and I learned that from Akamon, too. He told me that, too. It was like, sometimes, you know, in this business, you know, the client doesn't want, or not even want. The client doesn't, under, the client never understands what we understand. Yeah. As, as dance. Yeah,
1: it's like true. What we it's for, true.
2: We look for the freshest moves and the freshest, you know, things that, you know, punchlines or whatever that we could put in the, in the system. But at the end of the day, the client wants the product to, be, to look amazing. Is the product right. selling? Is the product amazing? And that's what's important. So it's, we can have we can come here and do the running man for five, eight counts,
0: and they'll love it. <laughs> and
2: they'll love it as long as people are moving and we have in a in the showcasing the product or the you know the artists are great. That's all they give a damn about.
0: Yo, I had this. I had this event. I probably and I I have to say it was probably one of my favorite ever, ever, ever any moment I ever had besides giving birth to my daughter. This was one of the Uh best moments in like performing ever Uh um, was when we did, we just did Hub Week in Boston. Shout out to Tim Hall and Hipstery and Jay Glove, Jay Scott the Glove in the band and the dancers that I got to work with because yo, no lie, Marvelous, we had, we we knew that we were going to do like, okay, an improv, you know, nostalgic moment and he did like at least... 20 to 40 minutes live, right? Mind you, everybody, all these cats are from Berkeley and they're also fluidly gifted in their their instrument and their what they play. So imagine being taught, you know, skill set on top of your gift, right? So when I tell you they were playing the songs verbatim, like we talking about Bobby Brown records. We talking about yo everything they played they was even playing jackson 5 records verbatim okay so when oh. they were playing it it was just like by the time we were finished with the set there okay. all the employees that were working this event i'm talking we talking about lighting we talking about the the tech nah. the techs in the back yeah. we talking about the waitresses we talking about people nah. that have to break down the event Every, and all of the publicists that were in the room, anybody that was covering press, they weren't covering press no more. They left their cameras, and every last person was dancing with us.
2: Hell yeah. The whole. Ain't nothing like live
0: dance. Exactly. Man. And it was Ain't just. Nothing
1: like
0: dance. I don't know. It was something. I got to put more of those videos up because I can't even explain the feeling. Everybody uh-huh. came out of themselves and was like, I don't care what job I'm here to do. I ain't doing that job no more. I'm about to have fun. You ever you ever been somewhere where perfect place, perfect example is, you know, you're at the airport. People are doing their jobs. People are there to mm-hmm. travel. People are just mm-hmm. super stressed out. They got all this stuff going on. What if everybody stopped what they're doing and heard that one song and then started no, no, no. going?
2: No. That would be so nuts. Though, for real. But you
0: see, that's the feeling that I want to you know give to every that, person that I that's, meet, dance wise.
2: That's kind of like, like what these, I guess, in, the, in this sense of, in this generation, I mean, I guess I would do some, some of these dance challenges are, it's like, oh, stop what you're doing and just do the dance challenge real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
2: like, you're doing it for the gram, you're not doing it for the enjoyment of yeah, just nah.
0: being present. Exactly. No, see, thing. this is like, you know, life is hard. I got to mm-hmm. go do this, this, and this. I got this bill. I got to save. I got to remember in 10 years, well, I got to do this. I got to clean my right. house. I got to do this. all these different things. Hold up. This is my song. Come dance with me real quick. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Right. People forget to have you know, have a moment and I think, and, and enjoy that. I mean, yeah, capturing it on Instagram or on, you know, cameras and all that, that's cool, but, but it's not the same as actually experiencing it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. Like when you say sometimes you have to give the client what they want, that's what I've been getting a lot lately is a lot of the clients uh-huh. that are asking for this production. They want this production of, we want we want to dance how you made us feel. And I'm like, what? I, and I, it took me a long time to understand. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't understand that. But then I, I, I do understand it. And I'm like, oh, you want to get up with no fear, no, not being self-conscious you know, conscious and looking nope. around, and you just want to nope. be able to go. And I get it. And, and that's what I've been getting lately is that. It's, I have the dancers, and now I have to transition the room to have a feel-good moment. Versus it being like All this right. production where everybody has to sit down, they got to be paying attention and watching. and you know, our attention span is like you know like a kid. So half of the time some of us is on our phones and this and that and the third, we got 25 seconds mm-hmm. to impress whoever's watching. and that's not really that when you when you think of it from that perspective of, okay, I just want people to feel good, then they're more likely to pay attention. There used to be
2: this thing um, back in New York. Uh, shout out to Brian Green, uh, this amazing choreographer and dancer. Um, he used to throw this thing in New York called the House Dance Conference. Oh man, what? Man, I miss, I missed that so much. Like that was my let go. Like you can just, it's a, it basically was just a dance party. There was so many different circles Mm -hmm. you can just jump in and just get off and have it just that that's really what it would be once a month I would literally go there every month and just show up and just let loose man it was just it was like forget about all the from from whatever else you're thinking or whatever you're going through Mm -hmm. just go there
0: and 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 people, we need those we need that
2: yeah, area about the cameras. Like, you like you have cameras walking around sometimes just to capture the whole thing and you know put it on a DVD. But it was never about that. Like, mm-hmm. it was always just, I out in the dark, man. Like, it'd be it will be dark in there. Like, you know, what I'm saying the light to be low and we just be in there jamming, like.
0: Does he not? He, he don't throw mid-30. that no more. Huh? Does he not throw the event anymore?
2: Nah, nah, nah. It's, he stopped many, many years ago. Um, cause he, yeah, she moved to Atlanta. Oh wow! Um, but he he doesn't um yeah, he doesn't do them anymore now um they try to keep it going for a little bit after after but it wasn't the same um they do have funk bots though out in New York they, um they it's you know it's a, it's a house book, but it ain't the same.
0: It's I not, mean, I miss I mean, that I was just talking about that in Boston like I miss mm-hmm. yo, I used to sneak in yo what my mother's like where are you going you know you know how they talk yeah we you going. Like, I'm going up the street. I'm going to this, this um, the mall. Like, I'm be, uh,
1: man, I'm sneaking
0: into a house club. You hear me? Where they're playing, follow me, follow me. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, man. I, but see, I apparently I'm out of the loop because there are, you know, some incredible D, uh, house DJs in Boston who throw events. I just didn't know about yeah, them until last week.
2: I'm like what? Yeah, they, they still got them. Yeah, they, they definitely still got them. Uh, even out here in Atlanta, they still got them. It's just you gotta just be, you know, yeah, you gotta find them. Actually, you no, know, they got this slide thing out here in Atlanta called. Uh, it's every summer. My first time, I was I moved out here in 2015. Mm-hmm. They have this thing called uh, House in the Park, and it's this.
1: That's huge dope.
2: Park, that we have, and it's just mad house DJs, and everybody comes out and just starts rocking. Like you can you can bring you can like people people like picnic out there. Like you can bring food and drinks or whatever.
0: See we need oh, that. They got reggae in the kill. park. They got soca in the park, but they ain't got yes. house in the park. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, nah, house in the park, it be jamming. I didn't even know. I wish they had a reggae in the park. Actually, I think they do have one out here. I just never did. I think I saw something like that one time, a flyer or something.
0: We got, Reg- in we got reggae in the park, and every year they bring, well, God God willing, this, this year, they'll bring Barris Hammond, because you know, um, for the last two years, he's been headlining it. Word. Right in Boston, Girl, right I at know. that Franklin Park Zoo, like, right in the Ave, like, it's it's like, you know, people be afraid to come through here, but... Not not, right. Carib- not Caribbean's and you know they don't care where that it could be uh, you know, show up. Yeah, right you know what I'm saying and they show up with their food and stuff you know what I mean exactly. but um exactly. but shout out to them that do that out there they they bring Barris they've been able to bring Barris Hammond every year that they've been throwing it That's um what what is your what's your struggle that you've had in the industry money. The artist, the gigs, stage, tour, relationships, or location—like, um, has any of that been a struggle for you?
1: Um,
2: I think as um, I guess I, to be transparent, I would say I would just say money, in a sense, because. You know, when we get to, uh, the winter, the fall and winter, mm-hmm. um, the, the industry shuts down. Yeah.
0: You know, I, 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 can, I agree. It's the quarter when they close. It's like, where's the money? I don't know.
2: Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, once, once the holidays are over, you kind of got to get back on the, on the good foot, but not everybody moves right away. Mm-hmm. So, kind of got to like it's kind of hard like
0: you got to figure out
2: your
0: your way of making some money um, do you think that there should be more financial literacy for dancers like how we budget how how do we particularly as dancers you know how do we categorize the income that we make and how do we work upon that? Like, how do we work that budget? You know what I mean? Because I found, found that out. Right. Like, that. that's the one thing that we don't um, often have is someone who can teach us financial literacy with what we do. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Definitely we should. Um, I mean, right now, the only thing I can think because I'm still trying to figure it out, is, uh, you know, how to save up for the winter.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, how to
2: stack up, put money aside for this time period. Because we don't know how long it'll last. Some mm-hmm. some years, you know, some every year is different. Some years, you know, we'll have a, a few jobs all the way through the winter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? he might, January 1st, be working.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: and then, you know, you'd be working the entire month. Or, you know, it depends. You just, you never know how God's going to swing you know, the door of your way, you, you don't know.
0: Listen, um, I don't, uh, let me tell you okay. something. I'm in a question, God, but I I will tell you this one thing. I don't look down. <laughs> I never look, I don't, I don't ever look down when I have to walk. I just keep walking. Absolutely. Because
1: Absolutely. I used to
0: try to get in my own way and be walking and looking down like, oh man, I don't know what's next. I don't do that anymore. Right.
2: Nah, nah, Just keep, just keep focused on what, what, you know, what you can do. Yeah.
0: And
1: what you have. Yeah. So.
0: You drive um, you drive yourself mud if you have to keep yeah, worrying okay. and all of that. Uh-uh. No. And, then,
2: and then another thing too is another thing too is um as as dancers we we tend to we tend to sit down and wait for a job.
0: Oh
1: no.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> that's true. You can easily
2: you can easily get caught in that, especially especially if you know if you're if you're a great dancer and you're you know you're working a lot. hmm. You can. You can get caught in that wheel of oh, I'm waiting for the next job because the next job, you know, just get used to it. You get used to it, the phone call coming in, but then sometimes a the phone call stops, and then you're like, "Well, uh, I don't, you know, what's next? I don't have any plans. What's next?" Because you were waiting, yeah, assuming that the next job was coming, as opposed to preparing yourself. So, um, you know, that's for me. Like, I I try to. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to um, stay stay prepared because um, I not only, of course, dance, I choreograph and act. Yeah.
1: So I
2: want to break more into acting, so I'm, you know, training myself with the acting classes and I'm also preparing myself physically so, to teach, um you know, dance so I can further, not only, you know, further my income, but further the the, the, the knowledge for the dancers that I could use in the future to help my projects. Oh was yeah. Great, you
0: know. You should be doing like a tour, to be honest. Yeah. Like a, a, a teaching the, tour.
2: It's funny, it's funny that I'm actually literally thinking that today. You know was, how many people would take your
0: class place. in Boston? Man, listen. Look, they would take hey, your man, class.
2: Well, listen, I'm with it. We just gotta set up some dates. I'm with it. I'm absolutely there. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, you know, busy. I'm not gonna not come out. The only week I'm not coming out is my little girl's birthday.
0: Oh hell! hell. Listen, that's <laughs> first birthday. You can't do nothing. But you gotta prepare for that.
2: Exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm, I'm down to do whatever. I just that's the only week I'm not doing nothing.
0: That's so, gonna um, be like the coolest thing too. I, yeah. That's the coolest I thing. The first birthday. Man, listen. Mm-hmm. Yo, I be living vicariously through my daughter every birthday. You kidding me? I be like, I be like what's the theme this year? She's like, mommy, we're going to do glow in the dark. Everything's going to be iridescent, this and that and the third, if that's oh, even man. fluorescent or whatever it's called.
1: That's Listen, that sounds fresh as hell,
0: let me dope. tell you something. We lit that whole entire, me and her father bought all the black lights you can think of. We had the lights on the floor. Yo, she had headphones that lit up. On every um, table, and they were mad gumballs that that were um, glow in the dark, the little balls. Like it was, it was dope. The only thing that I think um, we, well, I didn't mess up on it, but we we did. We are a team, so he, we messed up on it. We we forgot to pick up the um. You know how the how you have the listening party, the earphones. Yeah. So we, she wanted that. She wanted a silent party or whatever it's called. And so we forgot to pick up the, you had to pick up the earphones because you rent them. And uh, we had to pick them up at a FedEx and they happened to come in on a Saturday and you had to pick them up during that time. And we forgot because we were doing all this running around. So, but her father's a DJ. So he like already knew, like, I'm like, yo, these kids could listen to whatever they're going to listen to on their earphones. But what about us sitting in the room? We're going to need some music. You better go in and get that DJ on, brother. And um, so we ended up like by the time these kids was like geeked off of sugar and gumballs and chips and pizza uh-huh. and whatever else, cause we had um ex- uh, extreme desserts. The cake was incredible. Shout out to Q T Cakes Uh-oh. and um and uh, La Vegan Chef. We had all the desserts that you can think of. These kids wasn't even thinking about them headphones. Okay, so yeah. that first birthday come up, man. It's going yeah. to be stressful, yeah. but it's going to be worth it.
2: Yeah, I already know. I'm like, let me compare from this now. <laughs>
0: is she already, like, bopping like to the music?
2: Training. Huh?
0: How, is she bopping to music already?
2: Yo, funny enough, uh, the other day, because she's starting to stand, you know, she stands up and stuff. She doesn't know how to walk yet, But you know what's randomly funny, too? She... She she stands up but she can bop she can like bounce a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's like bent, she's she's just now understanding she can stand up and bend her knees, like bounce. Oh, like wow. the music Because she can she can do it, like she'll do it like if she's trying to play like she's jumping. She'll throw herself around. But mm-hmm. this there was one the other day that she just finally started standing up and then started like dropping it down. I was like, Are you
1: Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, wait a minute. All right, dad, hold on. Don't don't right. No, it's he. no it's true. Most dads um they're very sensitive with their daughters with that cuz they're like, "Wait." Oh,
1: yeah. But it's a,
0: but it's a, it's it's a it's a natural thing cuz my daughter used to do the same thing. You know what I used to do? And I said, "I be I used to roll Me and Frenchie used to put a Mia in this thing that you hang on the door and they jump in it. Mm-hmm. Yo, for hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I got that. Yeah, we got that. Yo, and she used to giggle and crack up. Me and me and French used to watch her do that for hours. Yo, rolling. Because she would just be doing all this funny and we'd be laughing. And she would just be having yo. a good old time till she fell asleep. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, they do bounce till they fall
2: asleep. that cracks me every time i like, just bounce till you fall asleep.
0: Oh, she's
2: like.
0: Yep, yep. Or what about rocking to? Man, my daughter used to rock herself to sleep. Oh to man, you know, I did that rocker?
2: one time to her. I, I literally put her on my lap. She was sitting on my lap, and I just rocked her,
0: mm-hmm. and she just
2: literally passed out. And I was like, Yeah, I was laughing like this is so funny.
0: This is listen. How do you
2: fall asleep like
0: that. How, but now tell me this: Does she stay up? Try to stay up and stuff.
2: Yeah, she fights her sleep.
0: Yeah. My daughter used to be like trying to stay up and stuff. You know what I used to put on and put her in that rocker? The movie Avatar. Really? To, yo, until oh, she,
2: light
0: yeah, until she got hit, she knew I was doing it to make her go to sleep. She's like, not Avatar, not again. Uh, uh, I'm like, yeah, you better watch uh, this uh, Avatar. Uh,
1: gonna you,
0: you gonna watch That's this Avatar? And you gonna go night night?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right. What do you have up and coming? You, I know you said you're doing the series Step Up Two or Step Up. Let me know. Step up high Correct water. me, cause you know I'm messing up. What is it?
2: Um, you good? Uh, Step Up High Water season two. We just um, we just actually wrapped up uh, last Sunday. this past Sunday. Um Yeah, it'll be out. Uh, I want to say it'll be out in March. I'm not too sure, but we just dropped a trailer uh, this week.
0: Uh, okay, I, I'll be sure to start to. If you push it, I'll push it around, and um, you Absolutely. know, I'll wait for your Absolutely. lead and I all of that few stuff. I actually.
2: Uh, actually, got a few things coming out. Um, I'm also in B uh, T's new American Soul. It's about uh, the life of uh, Soul Clarkson. Train. Uh-huh. Is it about yeah, Soul Train? Huh?
0: Is it about Soul Train? Yes.
2: It it's about mm-hmm. how he created Go Train and all the stuff, um, So it's, it's it's a trip, man. Like that story is really interesting, and I hope that it does really well. Um, they're gonna they're basically made it a TV show, and uh, hopefully it gets picked up for a season two. Um, that'd be really dope. Um, I'll be dancing. I'm dancing on that Fatima uh, and Fatima Robinson and Jimmy uh, Day sure They Clark got that.
0: That's gonna be um, crazy. I can't wait to see that.
2: Yeah, man. Also, I am in uh, Taraji P. Henson's new movie, Um, What Men Want. Uh Uh-oh. That uh, that comes out uh, February 5th, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a dope comedy. That's going to be really hilarious. I'm I'm in there just a little second, but you'll see my face in there somewhere. Um,
0: Come on, now. We're going to pray for more acting, man, more film. That's what no, I'm gonna pray. Man. That's, that's when I'm, I'm gonna intercede in your prayer. I'm gonna have to pray that. That's gonna be my prayer closet.
2: Please. please, man. I'm 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 over here with the vision boards. Like, come on, Lord, let's let's do it. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I got to choreograph this uh, little. Uh, it's not even a dance scene. It's actually a demolition scene, but uh, it's in uh this new Mark Wahlberg movie. Um, it's in Family. It's, hey. uh, like a Dramedy kind of. Film, it's actually gonna be really, really dope. It's about um, uh, foster parents, it's about a foster family. Um,
0: it's, and it's a movie and, or is it a TV show? Yeah.
2: No, it's a movie. Wow, it's, 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 it's a, it'll be in theaters in February, I think the ninth or 8th. I can't remember when, mm. but um, yeah, so and I got a lot of stuff coming out in February. I was
0: like, damn, February's that and month, it's man. It's that's that month,
2: that's,
0: that's when all the Aquarius is born. born.
2: Right. February thirteenth. Yeah, right.
0: I hope y'all know that I'm gonna be pushing marvelous for February. You here? You here? Come on. Come on. Um. For
1: real.
0: W- so the the, the the last two questions I have. Um. You know, are what you know? Are you doing what you love?
2: Absolutely. Um. I am doing what I love, and I am living what I love.
1: Um, amen amen
2: I don't don't have to um one thing I really enjoy is that when I don't have work um I still am able to get up in my own house Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um I just recently bought a house um two years ago
0: congratulations
2: thank you man and it's to, for me, it's I just feel so, it's such a big achievement
1: for mm-hmm. me because,
2: like I said, I never knew dancers got paid, and I was afraid to, you know, take that step, um, but I did. I was afraid to, I remember, I'll never forget, I remember, um, I was afraid to, to go to L.A. Like, I was like, dang, because I heard so much, you know, coming from New York, I always heard like negative things about L.A. and, I was like, man, God, like, I just feel like I need to be there. And I I remember crying in my room, and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I felt like I had nothing left for me in New York. There was nothing for me to, to do. You know, my parents were retiring and moving mm. to Atlanta, and I was like, I, I don't want to go to Atlanta. I was like, I don't want to. I, I mean, I wasn't living with them. I was living by myself, but I just knew there was nothing for me there in New York. I, I felt like, I, feel like I, I, I just I felt empty. Yeah. I mean, I need to go to LA, and I went to LA, and I never had to look back. I was mm.
1: dead.
0: See.
2: And, and I'm just like, and I, and then the funny thing is, like, I got to a point where and I never knew I would get to that point. I got to a point where I was living in LA. I was, I lived in LA for for eight years. Um, wow. And I I got to a point where I was like, I wanted to grow. I wanted to, you know, I knew I wanted to be a choreographer. For, Nobody was really Mm. taking me seriously. Some people were. My mentors, of course, were. But Other people, like, nobody was, like, my agent, like, nobody was really giving me an opportunity. Yeah. And then I wanted to act, and I was like, nobody's really giving me this opportunity. I I, I couldn't really find a real um, acting agent in L.A. that was willing to, uh, you know, represent me. Um, so what'd you do? Exactly, um, but I did have I did have one person who did look out for me and like at least put me on you know, they'll send me some auditions and I have to do myself tapes, but all those auditions were for jobs in LA. I mean in Atlanta. So, oh wow. I was like, yo, what's what's the point of me being here? I'm wasting a lot of money. Um, you know, my apartment's really expensive. But I was like, I'm just going try it out, you know, Saida was like, hey, you know, we can get a house out in Atlanta for this type of money, I was like, hey, well, let's go to Atlanta, you know, I'm working with, I was, you know, I'm still working with Usher, <clears throat> which is really funny, because when I moved to Atlanta, he wants to move to LA, I was oh, like, oh, no
0: no, 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 oh,
2: right, it's whatever, it's what, it's, it, it, it's what was supposed to happen, but, um, Granted, you know, I came out here and I was really looking forward for to seeing more of the TV and film. Anyway, and that's what you know I'm into.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: now, so I'm I'm really grateful that I was able to buy a house off of the debt.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, I have done that. and I'm like this. This is great. Like I'm, I'm in. You know, a place of my own. I don't have to worry about them raising rent on me.
0: Right. And that's another thing that people are experiencing, like especially in Boston, yeah. because Boston is changing um, as it is New York and as is, you know, all these yeah. different cities. But Boston is changing yeah. in a way where, you know, it's sort of uncontrollable, like you don't because, you know, we're, it's not a, it's not a big thriving uh city of community meaning like in how it is in atlanta where you you know they there's there's the ratio to to a lot of black folks um is it's we have a lot of black folks but we don't have it like we have in atlanta like um you know what i mean so it's 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 a little different when when it, in terms of the gentrification so you see the gentrification happening in brooklyn you see it happening in new york you ain't see it in the bronx though
1: yeah,
0: man. That's true. <laughs> Ain't nobody going That's up true. into the Bronx doing nothing,
1: okay? Nobody, nobody going up there. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. but in Boston, like down to our Seaport District, down to um, our our what we would call the hood, has now changed. Um, you yeah. know, things are are completely different now in terms of. You know, um, they they're throwing up a lot of luxury apartments, a lot of condos, a lot of live work and lofts and those things. Which I I don't I ain't mad at them live work lofts because it's it's very creative for someone like you and I where if we needed the space to be creative. We have that, right. that opportunity, but the average person who's raising one, two, three, four, five kids with a husband and this and that and a third, you can't do that in can't no law. I mean, you could do it if you guys are artistic, but you know, right. realistically, you need space for your kids you know, for, to raise space. a family. Yeah. Um, right. But I'm glad you said that you are doing what you love and you're living what you love so people can okay. hear that um, and understand what the difference is between the two. Um, where can we find you on social media?
2: Um, I am very mm-hmm. active on Instagram. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, my Instagram is at it's all marvelous. Um, just like how it sounds. I t s a l l m a r v e l o u s. And um, also on Facebook, um, I'm under Mark Marvous, M-A-R-C- <clears throat> Marvelous. M A R C, M A R V E L O U S. That's currently all I really use. I don't really use anything else. Oh, Twitter. My Twitter is Mark Marvels.
1: Really
0: I don't even. That. I don't even use Twitter no more. I used to be heavy on Twitter. I'm not I'm saying, that. I used to be heavy on. I'm not that... I
1: used to be heavy. Yeah. I can't I do it not anymore. That. I
0: don't know. You know what it is? I do. Everything from Instagram out. So everything goes from Instagram yeah. to Twitter I, to Facebook. Yeah. yeah, I do the
2: same thing. I am like, I I, do, I post one
1: place and it hits everywhere else.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. I, I mean, it's a one-stop shop for me. And, and, you know, every now and then you'll catch me saying something slick on Facebook, you know, here and there. I might right. post a little yeah. something, something. But most of the time it's around business <laughs> and dance and all of that. So So you guys heard it here. It's it's all Marvelous on Instagram, and that's Mark Marvelous on Facebook. Um,
2: oh, yeah. And also, I do want to say one thing before I go, because I know I'm going to feel like I didn't answer your question, for real, for real. For those people out there who might have heard of me and don't really know the mm. things I've done, uh, besides the recent things, um, I am a choreographer, And and dancer, I've worked with people uh, like Britney Spears, Rihanna, um, Chris Brown, Usher, um, Beyonce, uh, Neo, Neo. It's it's a really long list that (laughs) I honestly.
0: It's a marvelous list.
2: (laughs) I can't remember sometimes. I don't. People have to remind me. Um, I've choreographed. Things like the Michael Jackson hologram Mm. on the Billboard Awards. I've I've assisted Rich and Tone with Mm. that. Um, I've done many commercials um, from iPods to, uh, man, I've done a lot. So that's why I don't really tell people all the time. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I don't tell people, I don't really care to try to remember yeah because
0: you're living you're you're working it's active for you it's hard to keep track of all of those things
2: i honestly i honestly can only remember the last three jobs i'm not gonna remember all the other stuff Like you gotta tell me i I gotta look at my resume and tell you what i did
0: well i'll uh, let everybody know that you did bay chella okay you did bay chella and so did his wife his amazing wife okay she be going yeah, well, off, and so does he. Yeah, they be going yeah, off. I, yeah. You know, yeah, um, I,
2: I had to represent for the family one time. My,
0: okay, my was I was like, yes, they her. got they got situations on on, on it. <laughs> they they yeah. made it happen. I was like, okay, let's do it. I was, I was laughing because
2: Beyonce was like, oh, so it's cool. We didn't get we didn't get Saida, but we got the husband, so we, we'll be
0: alright. <laughs> <laughs> well one one of the other one of it we we, we we can we work it out but that's the, that i mean that when i saw that i was like mm. that's what's up i love i love seeing that i mean this is the one time that i'm like dang okay i i'm going to make coachella one time at least once nope i was in the middle of doing um uh i have to work on a video game so um i was pretty much strapped Working on uh, the video game and teaching at Berkeley and just busy. Work. So I was, awesome. but I Dang. but I was living vicariously know. through y'all. No,
1: let
2: me know next time y'all have another, another like dance video game. I would love to come through and. Throw some eights on
0: that. Listen, I
2: definitely was talking to Frenchie about that years ago, and I
1: was like, "Man, I want to do that. That sounds
0: fun." Don't, um, let tell, yeah. don't let me tell. Don't um, let me tell Harmonics that, because they would be like, "What he said?" What? No, okay. I'm with it. Yo.
2: Don't so I come and teach. Whatever, whatever you want me, I'll create something new for it, or we can do some of the pieces that I've done. I can do No Limit. I can do, mm. um, you know, uh, anything. Crash. I can do um, another love song, or.
1: Whatever, I don't care. It doesn't matter with
0: anything. All right. Well, when we get, yo, I'll link you up with him and I'll and I'll tell him because, yo, trust me and believe they'll be like what? Because they, you know, when they when we had AJ, we were lucky because you know, um, and Usher was a big part of Dance Central three too. He was a big, yeah, remember, very big part of that. that I
2: remember I was I was with him at that time when he was choreographing. Uh, the, the, the video game. So yeah. I, was, I was helping him, actually. That's um,
0: crazy. Um, oh, my God. Um,
2: yeah, I, I remember. We did Scream and we did um,
0: OMG. Yo. And, um, oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. oh! I should have knew heard. better. I should have known it was. Because let me tell you something, how hard that's, that, those routines were. Okay?
1: Let me know No, what's crazy
2: you, you is, you said it's hard. We had to, what was hard about it, we had to make it easy. <laughs> we was like, yo. That,
0: Y'all didn't make that, that damn routine was, like, easy. What?
2: No, he was, I mean, it wasn't. It was trying to make it repetitive enough so that people can catch on. We we're like,
0: okay, what
2: well, we gotta do this? Okay, you
0: know, so you know like, from one choreographer to the next. Let me just let you know. Okay, so, <laughs> so 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 shout out to Ricardo Foster, Devin Woolridge, Zay, Isaiah, Move Like Zay, Girdley, Cassius, Sarah Gaynor, Twyla Everett, Frenchie. And Marcos and um, who else worked on that game? Um, well, so we had a, cute, a quality assurance department, and, and the entire harmonics had to learn "Scream," Omg, they had to learn all the Usher tracks first of That's all, dope. and you had to learn it because they needed everybody's skeleton that could that could possibly go Word. into into the game because. That was, yeah. Yeah, because Everybody had to learn it because you got to remember you got millions of people that's gonna play this game and they got to right. be able to score. Awesome. So they even have my daughter up in there doing that. You kidding me? Word. Yo. Awesome. So listen. That let me do, let me tell you how long it took me to learn. Mm. Omg. I'm just going. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know. And I it, yo. Aj. He, he's lucky because he would spend. Um, mad time before he would come back to shoot anything. Be- and by that time, I was already like, "All right, I- I've-, I've cooled off." Because <laughs> yo, when I tell you mad, like who made this up? And they're like AJ. I'm like, oh, no. yo, it took me, took me two or three weeks to learn it, yo. And then when we had to come to E3. Cause we remember we came, we came to E three Dance Central one, Dance Central two, and Dance Central three. When we had to do Dance Central three, everybody could not go to it to L A. Unless you knew all the Usher songs, you had to oh, wow. know it because Usher did you the big the announcement, huh?
1: Were you there at the E three performance that we did?
0: No, I was flying in. So oh. so 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 what they did was. They went like a, I think they went a week earlier to set up and then go through rehearsal and all that stuff. And then what they did for the choreographers, they flew us out the day of the release. So we were on a plane like the morning time for Boston, but you guys were already on your press conference and all, the whole release already was happening. so when by the time we landed we were at the airport and you guys had just finished so then they they Uh they we had those the cars that they hire you know when they they hire the cars to come get you so me Frenchie, um and Frenchie's husband came too shout out to matthew borders man that's family that's brother um he came because he was working with an artist um to name candelay at the time shout out to candelay and um, he flew to LA with us and when we had to go it was like we basically put had to put our stuff down and then go directly to the venue for all the demos because mm-hmm. we had to see where we're gonna be for those seven days or eight days and how you know what they want us to do what they don't want us to do in terms of like you know working with the the, 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 the press and all of that and then we had to divvy out, where we're going to be for press because each choreographer has to do press. So you have to do like game informer or, um, they'll, they'll put you on, you know, sometimes they put you on ESPN. Sometimes they'll put you on CNN. Sometimes they'll put you on any major network. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was, that was, it's such a profound time because that game alone, people still have not unlocked dance central too. Let alone three. They wow. still have a... They're still trying to get... Because Harmonix is ahead of their time. Shout out to Harmonix, yo, because... Yeah,
1: Harmonix definitely killed the game with that, man. Like,
0: they're ahead I of their like, time.
1: Because
0: people still... They still like, yo, um, we still over here with this. Yo, did you know that um, Ricardo did... He did Crump, and he did... um, Like, there's a piece that he choreographed when we were in Germany the year before. So we did Dance Central 2. When we were we went to Germany. Me and him were the only choreographers that left for um the 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 game. Um, it's called Gamescom, and it's in Germany. And uh, go out there. They shot his like documentary, um, crump, uh, like I don't know, visual, and then he ended up using it in the game. But you can't see it until you unlock, um.
2: You see, until you unlock
0: it, yeah, you gotta, you can't see it until you unlock Mr. Tan. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy, and it, yo, when I tell you, it's nasty, nasty. Like so, so when you say you wanna get involved, I'ma definitely be like, yo, guess who I I'm spoke to today? Cause you know, like if they, they would like between AJ, you like that's a, like a, that's like being in a, in an amusement park for them. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's, 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 yo, seriously.
2: Oh, that's so phenomenal to me. Like, just the way they capture the
0: movement is like, you know, that
1: looks—that's exactly what I did. Yo, AJ. I'm definitely
0: down. Yo, let me tell you something, AJ and Tori Nelson. By far, I would tell you, if I sat in their sessions, I'd have to go clean up. I'd be like, nah, I gotta go clean. I gotta go clean my choreo. You know, what I'm saying I learned. I learned from all of those choreographers. I learned from Frenchie. I learned from you know Devin. I learned from um, Spiky. Like I learned from every last choreographer. Even um, Nick Demora. He's from he's from Boston too. Word. Yeah, even yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick That's did true. Dance Central too. And he did he did oh. Dance Central one, but one of the songs he did was The Way I Are with um, Timbaland uh-huh. and and Justin Timberlake or whatever it was. Oh yeah. That's that yo. That routine was hard too. Okay, yeah. but no, um. Yeah,
1: Nick, Nick, is, Nick is cool,
0: man. He, but he's. he's uh, he, level
1: he, now.
0: Look, I got one of his songs because he was too busy with Bieber, so I got they slid me a couple of his songs. <laughs> I was like, oh, Nick right. is on tour. He's he's busy. Okay, I'll take it.
1: Right.
0: No problem. Right. Pickney needs some so, shoes. Pickney needs something to eat. She needs some food on the <laughs> table. For real. No, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely let them know for sure. Like, yo, what? I, and that's an honor to even say that you want to do the game. Like, that's an honor, you know. No, wow, man, I'm you no, know,
2: I'm with it for real. Let me know.
0: I will. I will. I will. And the last question I have for you is the oh, is the you. most powerful one, and that is, what is your message for everyone? What's the message you want to leave with everybody? Hmm,
2: that's a good question. Um. Honestly, okay. And this, this, this is something. This is a message that I, I come kind of, I, I was reading something there two days ago, and it just reminded me of um what I it's what it's what me and my family, me and my family, what we go, what we go. It's our motto. It's what we live by,
1: Amen. and that
2: is to choose faith over fear. Ooh, um,
0: you talking to me right now, brother? Hold up.
2: Man, like my daughter, my my daughter's name is Imani, and that's faith. That's why he. Leads. Amen. I, we decided that name because that's what who we are. Me and that we've always been about faith. That's I amazing. Know for a fact, I I. Throughout my career and in my life, mm-hmm. I have noticed God has shown me um, fear as like my 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 needle on the radar.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In saying that, I mean, usually I'm supposed to do something I'm afraid of. Oh yeah, if, oh,
0: yeah. I
2: feel, if it's something that I feel like I was scared to go to LA, I don't. I didn't know anybody in LA. I, I mean, I knew people, but that doesn't mean, you know, you know people, but you don't know them. Like, that's not your family. That's right. not your real family. You
0: don't know if it, if, it would, Girl, if if it time, times got hard, would they be able to catch you?
2: Yeah. So, you know, that's why I was saying, like, I was in my, I remember I was in my in my, my one bedroom apartment crying. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I really want to go. But I don't know if I could trust people. I don't know if I should, but I was like, I, but I know I trust God. And I know mm-hmm. that I, you know, at the end of the day,
0: Amen.
2: God not going to let me fall. Nope. Especially, you know, if, I, if my heart's in the right place. And um, I knew that I didn't want to go back to a 9-to-5. I knew that I didn't. I never want to live this, you know, life of working in a, behind a desk or, you know, whatever. I never wanted to do something I wasn't in love with. So in saying that whatever it is that you want to do go do it
1: Ooh. um find out how to do it or at least taking the
2: what the first step is and do it put some energy mm. towards it um i think you know if you have to sacrifice some time or sacrifice or, you know depending on what the sacrifice is and i don't know what everybody everybody's circumstances are different some of us have kids and some of us don't but just know that you, God gave you your desires for a reason. Oh, yeah. It's not to just wish upon a star. It's to actually go after it. And, you know, some at some point, you're going to get your dream. I had a homeboy of mine who uh, is a cat named Odessa from New York. His dream was to dance, and act. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we all, you know, we all can have that dream or have a dream, but it can come in a different way than what you may expect. I don't really know. He always told me he wanted to dance and act. He never really said if it was a, you know, on the, he wanted to act on, on the big screen or he wanted to act on Broadway. But wow. lo and behold, God definitely blessed him to be the Broadway show Fella Kuti.
1: Wow. I mean,
2: Fela, as as Fela Kuti. What? You
1: know
2: what I'm saying? Like he he was blessed to be on that show. Like he was he was the um the understudy. And wow. he, but he would do like the weekend shows and stuff. And I was like, dude, you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're living your dream. Like he was so happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just stay stay with that. For everyone out there who's up to listening I mean, that's listening right now. Just stay with that in your heart. If it's in your heart for real to do it, Peace. keep that, yeah. feel that energy of what it feels like to be there. Um, Cause you never know where God's going to take you. Like it could be, it can come in so many shapes and forms. You don't know who one day you might just meet the person you've been watching. You might just meet me. You know what I'm saying? I might be that person to open the door for you. Okay. I don't know.
1: Okay. But
2: I'm, I'm only here to be a vessel for God, like just just like every, just like we all are. All are vessels for God. Like the work through, we just gotta be open minded and open our hearts to it. So,
0: yo, you are about to direct? Fun. I heard huh? you. I can already feel that you're gonna probably direct. You're gonna be directing,
1: man. <laughs>
0: yo, I feel that. Like I don't know what uh, whatever you what what you just said was just like because I know. Like, oh man, if Mike were to meet you, I know he's going to be like, this was like definite. Like, I, he, he, you're definitely someone he needs to know. He needs to meet you. And like, I, I feel that in my, in my spirit, my gut, all of it. But I say all that to say all of this stuff that you're doing in terms of behind the screen, it's prep for you to do something on your own. And it's no it's no lie and no not lie but like no no um coincidence that he pairs you up with one of the greatest, Debbie Allen, because she's like minded, she knows you as a dancer, she knows dance, and she's directing and producing. Come on, man. It's a, that god God is just preparing you for that. That's all that is. So this waiting game right now is probably you sitting and writing what you're gonna direct or preparing and creating like what, what, would, what would us dancers want to see on the screen or or whatever? Like, I don't know, but I do feel like you're probably going to end up directing. Oh, for I real, that. I feel that. I I'm going to be praying that you get more roles for the experience and that it eventually you get that opportunity to direct. Because that would be crazy. Whether it's a documentary, something, I just know that you you around the right situations to be able to see and it's all preparation for what's next right for sure so i don't know i feel that i don't know i just feel that for you i don't know but i appreciate
2: Uh, i receive it too i receive i definitely that's definitely what i that's part of my desire to to direct and produce really really to produce i want to i have a few show ideas that i want to
0: put out there Listen, right. you better sit, no, get no, busy. No. Get that mind going. Get busy, yeah. and when you, yeah. especially now that no. you got the time Listen, where you can sit still,
1: right? Exactly. You know?
0: mm-hmm. So you might pitch it to Tyler Perry or even Miss Allen, Queen Allen, right. and she might be like, right. "Oh, we are gonna roll with this," you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All she right. needed to see is how how firm you are and how how sturdy you are as an actor. And not, let alone be and you know one of the most incredible dancers, so she already knows that. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. man, you're in the right position. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your family. I'm excited for 2019 and beyond, yo. Like yeah. you, I, I'm gonna be praying in my in, I'm gonna be praying for that for real. You know, and I can't it. wait to tell and share this with Frenchie because I know that's your home yeah. girl. You know, shout yeah. out to Frenchie. I will. Love her, for her and the family for real. Yeah, and put oh. a put a word in for um AJ. I want people to to um to hear what he has to say. Like, you know, I, I, I really want to yeah. support all the dancers and cuz I put you guys up on a I, I will say this for lack of better expression, but not not even lack of better expression. I put the dancers on a pedestal, man, because I I view oh, yeah. what we do is very important. It's very important yeah. what we do. You know, um, and I think that, you know, I think we needed to be able to hear each other talk about our experiences to sort of shape the newer dancers coming up and, and ignite and unlock uh, gifts in others that want to do it. And I think that it's going to, so in the process, when we say we don't really support our, our community the way we should in terms of dance, our dance com- community, at least we could listen to each other This podcast and be inspired and motivated and uh, bounce creativity off of each other. Somebody might hear you and that you know, and you might they might be like, Yeah, let me give Marvelous a call, let me show up to class, or these dancers that are in Atlanta or you know, LA or wherever they are. You know, they want to come and take class and they want to just learn from you and all of those things. So the whole idea about this podcast is not just so that we could just talk. It's literally conversational and to share experiences as well as inspire others. So that's really why I'm doing it.
1: You yeah, know, I love I'm, this, man. This
0: is and, okay. and then we can hear oh. hear us oh, versus music, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I love this, you Thank you, man, for even giving me the opportunity to talk. Cause you know, sometimes you never, you never really know until you have a conversation with people what you what's really on your mind.
0: Or, yeah, you
1: know.
0: absolutely. Yeah. Well, I I pray that you know, 2019 is continued favor, and you get many you more blessings. See. I can't wait for baby girl to do the two step turning into the 8 count and I want to see that you got to capture that I want to definitely see that I
1: know you
0: already know and it, and look know. you got a babysitter cuz Amelia is 12 okay so you got by the <laughs> time she turned like 2 or 3 or 4 Amelia will be ready to babysit fully fully so um, okay. but it was it was such a pleasure such an honor to talk to you and you guys heard it first it's all marvelous on Instagram check him out in step up 2 High water is that what I say right?
2: Uh, step up, step up, high water, season two.
0: Season two. Um, Check him out. You
2: know, you'll see, you'll see some dope people up and some dope dancers. Nia is, is starring Neo and um, Nia Rivera. So you know what I'm saying. If anybody out there I used to watch High School Musical and all that.
0: Oh God, my daughter so, used to it. like that.
2: Yeah, so it's a, it's a really good show. Um, it is. I will say this for the minors I will definitely have parents watching with you because it is a little it pushes the envelope it's, it's not like the movies mm-hmm. it's, a little, it's a little more it's a little racy but like a little raunchy sometimes so well, you
0: know that's all yeah. right because you know I, I, I I'm good at like Mia close your eyes right Mia, yeah, right. Mia close yeah. your ears of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little are cuss words in there too so be mindful but man, it,
0: listen. It is, if I this, if I tell you what's in this I little girl's iPhone, iWatch, whatever I'm Apple Watch, sure, these I kids' know. conversations, man. Man, I just, I just spoke to a ten year old the
1: other day, and then they
2: they somewhere kind of what kind of music they like. I was like, I can't believe it.
1: That's what I'm talking like, about.
2: This is crazy. See, but I will say this: the uh, step up high water is, in my opinion, one of the realest um, TV shows or dance when it comes to dance. Um as far as scripted dance, like it's one of the realest um as far as dance situations, you know, the 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 real stories of what we go through. Mm-hmm. Um you know what I'm saying as far as relationships and stuff like that. So it's a little more realistic as a, compared to the movies.
0: You know I love that
2: I love it's that bumpy bubblegum and happy we dance because we're
1: happy and we're young and no. smiling all the time.
2: No. Sometimes
0: we it's hurt, just, sometimes we hard. sore, sometimes we yeah. we don't want to get up and do this, and but we got to, and this and that. So I'm glad you guys Absolutely. are telling the story.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, man, I'm so appreciative. And you guys, pay attention, look out for him, and I'm sure he's going to have um, a lot of things updated on his Instagram. I will also do a good job at Making sure you guys get this information. The first minute I know he's teaching, I will definitely link y'all with him so y'all could get out to Atlanta if you're on your way out there or if you're already there, you already know who he is. But um for oh, anybody yeah. that that needs to know, uh-huh. like where what's your what's the studios you teach out of in Atlanta anyway?
2: Yeah, I was about to say I actually um I'm about to start my classes at ATLA um studio entertainment studios. Mm-hmm. Um by um Kiki and Sakina, uh, okay. I will be starting there next Thursday. Wow. And, um, we're starting a new thing. We're um, having a Sauce King tonight. So it will be um, a two-hour class um, with me. And nights might be different. Some nights may, may be um, a couple of the other Sauce Kings, such as uh, Sketch, um, Josh Smith, who choreographs with Chris Brown. Um, uh, little Dee Dee, mm-hmm. um, I have a few other you that know, might, might sub my class if I'm not in town, but um, definitely come on and me out, um, you know, it's a two-hour train session, we're gonna, we gonna get it in. Okay, All okay.
0: Right? okay. A- so that's Thursday nights?
2: Thursday nights, yeah, Thursday nights night. yeah,
0: night at, um I think it's
1: nine, at eight o'clock? Okay. Yeah, eight o'clock. Thursday um, nights, but I'll- ATLA. I'll be out- uh, mm-hmm. ATLA.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Well, y'all heard it first. This is the dances report, and y'all were tuning in to Marvelous. Hey. Take care. Thank you so much, y'all. You got it. Miss
1: 5678
2: Dances Report Podcast. Miss
0: 5678 Dances Report Podcast. Miss Five Six Seven Eight Dances Report podcasts. Podcast.